0: 11 o'clock comics, episode
1: 114.
0: <laughs> well Stack placed. Up. Yeah, well played, David. He's got that down <laughs> pat. Great. Yeah, my major contribution right there, baby. Oh, bullshit. Not, not tonight. Last week. And the week before, you know, I can always tell when David talks a lot because it takes me far longer to edit the show. (laughs) What editing? Pregnant pause there. Oh, David, David, let me get. Here's a little um, example. We were running about two hours and twenty minutes. Last time, two twenty-five. When out. I took the pauses out, we were like two twelve. You can't what you talking
2: about. <laughs>
0: not kidding. You're awesome, and I love you. Yeah.
2: You, you I love the way you your mind know. is. Snow. Awesome.
3: awesome. Wait, you going. You're going to bed. Well, kiss? i'm Yeah. That, that's cute. I got to Actually, we should have that on the shirt. We'll say ease. And then dot 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 going around the side to the back and then it'll finish and say awesome.
0: You're gonna have to put some on the pants too.
3: <laughs> oh, it'll be <laughs> like it'll be like follow Jeffy home from Family Circus.
0: See now when you when you said you go into bed, you give me a kiss, Alan's like, What? Hello?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Finally <laughs> his hand is Finally. <laughs> up. Finally, uh, it's me. Hey, everybody. If they heard it, you know, at the beginning of the show and all uh, They the will be
0: able to hear it in this one because the opening song is kinda low key.
2: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Oh. What's up everybody? It's (laughs) eleven Hi, it's eleven o'clock comics, and I am a very excited Vince B. It's previews week. Oh Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Come on. And who are you? I'm Christopher Naisman. Oh,
3: I wasn't sure. I'm David Price. Yep. And I'm the
2: unforgiving eye.
0: No, you are not the uh, uh, the Eye of Kabbalah, and, f- and you're not even Jason Wood, because Jason Woods not here with us this week. Not He's here. AWOL. We That's all right. we we need Enzite something fierce this week because we have no wood. <laughs> it's sad, <laughs> but it happens. Uh-huh. We will we'll we'll, Erection kinda, humor. we'll pick up the slack for him. Hopefully, you got to admit the bastard is pretty charismatic. Drives me crazy.
2: Yep. Smart cookie that would It's it's good it's good 'cause I feel like I'm kinda catching up um david, have you you've missed one episode
0: oh more than that
3: no i've I've missed more than that here and okay. there um,
2: yeah, I mean Vince but, is... Yeah. of course, if Vince doesn't show up we, we just don't we just you don't, don't get do to show yeah, yeah, so. We've, we've so, been pretty lucky. That Vince is the Iron Man.
0: But the he thing is, that torques torques me about Wood is he with with the, with the if I did that all the time, they'd be like, man, it's getting fucking old. Okay, it's 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 old. And Jason does it, and it's like, woo! The Glee Club just goes crazy. What is that about? Why can't I get away with shit like
2: that? Because you are not black.
0: Neither is Jason. If you if you notice, he's
2: not black. What? If you've noticed. <laughs> yeah. He'd be hung All
0: like right. one, but he in black.
2: What What is, what is this silly show um, sponsored by?
0: This show right, right here that comics, you're... If you can tell. Yeah. This show you're listening to right now, 11 o'clock comics, we are sponsored by Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com, where you can get your favorite comic books and, and assorted comic book-related bric-a-brac at huge discounts, anywhere from 35 to 75% off. Marvel and DC, Image and Dark Horse are usually around 40%. To start with, that's crazy. Then you'll get your special Spotlight Special for 75% off or more. It's unbelievable. And if you are a first-time Discount Comic Book Service subscriber and or partaker, we'll say. It's a terrible word. I'm sorry. You can enter the following code in the little slot, EOC8. That's E-O-C-8. And you'll get an extra 8% off your order, which will bring it to like over 50 percent it's great it's a fantastic service we are, i don't know who doesn't use them they're they're so awesome and they're good people and we love them
2: that, you know i i told you how i kind of screwed up and did the 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 bi-weekly shipping and it ended up because there was five wednesdays in the month yeah and so i went through yeah i got over freaking whelmed last week um, here A sampling of what was in the DCBS box, and I have no idea when I'm going to get to all this. Uh, the ne- ne- Neil Young's Greendale. Ooh,
1: uh, you bought that?
2: Actually, oh, yeah. I, I Actually, I would, I would, so that's, that's Cliff Chang's Greendale to me, but okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I love that album. It looks so nice. Um, Cowboy Ninja Viking, Criminal Volume 5, Chew Volume 2, uh, the Jonah Hex No Way Back trade, uh, Star Wars, uh, the Star Wars uh, A Long Time Ago Omnibus, and uh, Stuck Rug, the uh, reprint of Stuck Rubber Baby. There you go. And uh, Irredeemable Volume 3, that's just some of the stuff that was in the big old massive box of awesome. And I can't wait for next week, because i am finally Getting the uh, the 2000 AD, um, you know, the big mega, yeah. um, the case files. So nice. Me too. That. Yep. Awesome. Awesome stuff. It's yeah. It's you know you can go along a long time without those without the comics, but then you get the. I know David does the monthly, and so mm-hmm. he gets the big the big box of awesome at yeah, the end too. of the month. Yeah, me too.
0: I like it once a month.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I wish I got it once. Oh. Wait. oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, uh, drink roll call, <laughs> real quick. It'll be a short one tonight. All so right, I'll start. Go for it.
0: Pippin' Max.
2: Oh, you, Love got, it. you You relapsed.
0: No, I didn't relapse. Yeah. It's it's friggin' hot here, and this, this just that's makes me feel good all over and quenches my thirst. And,
2: perfect and I, time to get lovely. some lemonade and put a little something something in it. And I'm swigging
0: um, out of a two-liter bottle.
2: Mm. That's David, You're pick, mad pick mad us man. up. What do you got?
3: Uh, It is hot, so I decided to throw some... Uh, some red wine in the fridge, so I'm having barefoot Cabernet Sauvignon.
0: Hey almost ties in with the stuck rubber baby. If you said barefoots, it would tie in.
2: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, see? I'm not that Love it. We are uh, we are lucky enough to uh, to have a a fantastic uh, brewery here in the Chicago area, and no, it it's not G. Heilman of G. Heilman's Old Style. It is Two Brothers Brewing, and uh, it's in uh, in Warrenville. Um, which is down Napervilleish area, if you're familiar with the Chicagoland area. Uh, they do some fantastic, uh, beers and craft beers. And the one that I'm having, because it is a, it is a very warm, uh, summer evening, I'm having their, uh, Domaine DuPage. And, uh, DuPage County is a county out here in, in the Chicagoland area. So I'm assuming that's, uh, why they named it this. But it is their French style country ale and it is it is wonderful it's a, it's a fantastic ale that has a lot of character a lot of flavor um it's a lot of caramel in it and a lot of a lot of ales especially from the craft breweries these days are really hoppy it's almost like a competition who can have the hoppiest beer and i like i like a lot of hops in my beer but not all the time and this has just enough um hops in it to uh, to have a, a nice clean finish but it doesn't it doesn't over-
0: Wow. What to do when there's only one and he hits the pause button?
2: Hale hmm. from Two Brothers.
0: There you go. You hit the pause button. Who you, did? You, you did. Somebody did. You crapped out. You went, oh, you no. Went, you, went, you went bye-bye for a couple of seconds.
2: Did I re- oh, it's yeah. it, 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 terrible storms here in Chicago. So. Oh,
0: do you have oh, a window open? open? That'd be a nice little ambiance nope. for the background.
2: You know, I'd get wet. I mean, oh. it's raining. <laughs> it's coming bad. Down. Yeah, yeah, it's coming down pretty hard. But you got all the name. The, uh, just we did. Fi- find it. Drink it. It's delicious. It sounds Wonder- good. One- it sounds wonderful good. country ale. All right. You don't care, Mr. Peppy Mac.
0: I do care. I love beer.
2: I'm well, a you beer would like man. I'll, I'll save you some for the next time you come out to Chicago. Okay. Good stuff.
0: Now, before we get into the comics, if you had a chance to jump on our forum. David, where is it?
3: Forum. Bullpen Boltons Podcast dot com pause or eleven right. o'clock comics dot com.
0: It's not fair if you say pause when you pause because you're no? not really pausing. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're ruining it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well what I did was <clears throat> I, I don't really make a habit of going through the previews on the air when they come out, but there's a couple of things in this latest yes. edition. Bulletin's. It's uh, the issue 262, the one with the new Aqualad on one side, and on the other side it has Top Cow's artifacts. Uh, In this issue, there's a bunch of things that literally reached out and grabbed me by the throat and said, you will buy me. And I just want to make everybody aware of this stuff, okay? And you could see pictures and or pertinent links to these books on the thread on our forum that says, 11 O'Clock Comics, Episode 114. Real quick. Okay? I just want to make this quick because it's a service. This is a service is what I'm doing. Okay? On page 222, I will kill anyone that does not buy Duncan the Wonder Dog, Volume 1, from Ad House Books. I'm buying
3: it just because the damn publisher showed up on our forum.
0: Yes. Chris Pitzer. Hey, how about that? Have you seen the preview from this book?
3: Yes. Oh. Oh, it's mine.
0: It is a value and a half at 400 pages. For twenty four ninety five, that's a thick ass book,
3: and that's retail. That's cover retail, right? $24. Right. So 95? you're gonna okay. get it.
0: You're gonna get it cheaper than that through DCBS and other uh, outlets. But I'm getting a Pim and Francie vibe from it. Okay. It's stylistically, it's in the same ballpark. Dark, very moody. But listen to the synopsis. What if an or the pitch? What if animals could talk? Would some of them form a militant group in reaction to how humans treat them? Would humans treat them differently? Come explore this dense tome of an alternate universe where the lavish renderings recall the work of Dave McKean. Saw that too. Hmm. Duncan the Wonder Dog will be one of the most talked about books of 2010. I agree with that. That's no bull. That's true. So... And there's a uh, Chris, as David mentioned, Chris has uh, journeyed to our message board and put up links where you could see previews for this book and they are gorgeous.
3: Oh. So instead of, instead of saying the most talked about or, or, or the unforgettable book of 2010, it should say a contender for the 11 o'clockers
0: it should that would be nice if they started doing that
3: would <laughs> that would be, be fantastic people well, i don't know what it is but it sounds but, but 11, <laughs>
0: 11 <laughs> o'clock likes it how can it be bad
3: there you go yeah
0: and uh so now on page 234 from asylum press the publishers of Steve Mannion's Almost Too Good to Be True Fearless Dawn, there are two anthologies, horror-themed anthologies. The first is called Mm -hmm. Zombie Terrors. Uh, 152 pages for 1495 mature readers. It's in color. And the second is a black and white with a color section called Eek, Volume 1. It's a one-man show. It's all by Jason Paulos. And I have put up images of this thing. Jason's art is very reminiscent of the EC stuff. Yeah, he's got a Wally Wood vibe in some uh, pieces, in others he has like a a Nessar Redondo kind of... the uh very stark black and white uh, stuff that we used to see in the Warren magazine it's like a combination of of the Warren stuff a little bit of EC maybe some of the eerie publications horror it, it, it i guess he's trying to cover all the bases and and uh invoke all these old beloved horror magazines and it really works and for 1495 for 152 pages that's crazy
2: so, speaking of and and when we Interrupt for just a second. Boy, were you spot on on the creepy, the new creepy series from Dark Horse. Wasn't I? Holy crap, was that good. Kicking myself for not getting the first two issues, and I'm now on a scavenger hunt trying to find them. Have not been able to find them anywhere in Chicago, and so so good and and you know i i glazed right out didn't even look at the cover of the third one if i had seen the cover i would have bought that because it is the maybe the greatest comic book cover of all time and the (laughs) story and the and the story backs it up so uh and i don't want to spoil it but yeah the uh yeah just awesome it It, was a
0: woman it's it's like an exploitation film from the 70s come to life well
2: you remember the the um Was it the books that, that Windorf, um, suggested to us? The, uh, Men's Adventure Magazine hardcovers? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's what those i mean that's exactly what that is from it's yep. it's from the, the men's adventure magazines but man what is inside the the new creepies so good and really the laundry list of amazing talent in there both new and old um you know i, I if i had known that uh, jason alexander was doing a story I, at automatic automatic Purchased for me, so thank well, you, you. You should o, have been re- o, o, o wise one.
0: You're great. You should have been buying them all along because Jason, Sean, Alexander's story is serialized in all three of
2: them. I know, and that's why I'm dying to get the first <laughs> two issues. So, um, I'll, I'll track them down. I'll track them down. All right. So thank you. It so was awesome.
0: Not a problem. Uh, so that was from Asylum Press, two volumes. Uh, you should be on the lookout for a no-brainer uh, on page two sixty-three from Dynamite. The first volume of the Vampirella Archives. Ooh! Listen to the litany of of talent. So Ar- on Ar- this.
2: Archie, good a lot, right? F-
0: yes, Frank, um, Forest J. Ackerman created her. Um, Archie was more with the creepy and the eerie, but okay. uh, he had a hand in the Vampirella stuff. Uh, Frank Frazetta, Neil Adams, Tom Sutton, Ding, Don Glute, Forrest Ackerman, Early Cologne, Billy Graham, Alan Weiss, Jeff Jones, who's not a Jeff anymore, but Billy Graham. He, he, uh, Billy Graham, yeah. Uh, Billy Graham. It, it says, uh, the run included Jose Gonzalez, Archie Goodwin, Doug Munch, Bernie Wrightson, Barry Windsor Smith, Esteban Moroto, Frank Brunner, or Brunner, that's way he likes to pronounce, Mike Plug, Ding, Rudy Nebras, Richard Corbin, Pablo Marcos, Wally Wood, and many more. Get in on the ground floor on this, because, listen to this, it contains the first seven issues, 380 pages for 49 bucks. The dark horse companions to this, the creepy and the eerie, they do. Five, was it five issues each? So yeah, you're getting an extra two issues of content for the same price. I, I hope hard, cover. Yeah. Wow. Because Dynamite has the rights to Vampirella now, yeah. and they're they're also pushing the first uh, Mark Millar or Miller Grant Morrison work. For it's not very economical. It's 176 pages for 24.99. I oh, they have varying covers. If you have extra money, get that one. But this is the one you need to get because this is history, baby. It
2: is 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 one gonna gonna be enough? You know, it's is this the how no. many of those are they gonna do?
0: Well, if they do the whole run of Vampirella and they do seven issues at a pop, you're talking close to twenty. Oh, jeez. I forget how f- how long Vampirella ran. He, uh, Erie ran for, I think, 130-some. So Vampirella was in the ballpark. Yeah. So, yeah, you're talking a lot of volumes. But
2: How wa- much Vampirella does one man need? All <laughs> of it. All of it.
0: it nah. Are you f- are you familiar with Jose Gonzalez? No. You should be. Once you see Jose Gonzalez's beautiful renderings of, of Vampirella, you will buy them all. The man was... Uh, I cannot praise him enough. Uh, he was a classicist, very realistic, but oh, just google him do, do look at Jose Gonzalez's art very sensual, very sexy Vampirella, unlike anyone really
1: Good story I mean, I, me. you um, know
0: me. yeah Archie's great okay Archie Archie yeah. good great sure, can sure. Do, Archie could tell a story very well as we know, but yeah. uh it's it's more visual. I mean, it's Vampirella. She's walking around in a in a skimpy-ass bathing suit kind of thing with her boobs hanging out. So yes. that's that's the point. But, uh, you know, it, it's it's classic vintage horror. You, you need to get this. But get, this is the thing that really sent me all willy-nilly. On page 354, The Weird World of Eerie Publications. You guys have heard me talk about eerie pubs before. Listen to the pitch. It's edited by Mike Howlett.
2: Eerie and this, public- is different, this is different than Eerie, the book. Yes, yes,
0: very very okay. different. Um, Eerie Publications was the name of the the, the uh, company. Eerie Publications horror magazines brought blood and bad taste to America's newsstands from 1965 through 1975. Ultra gory covers, and that's downplaying it. These were some of the most violent, lascivious, uh, psychotic... Psychedelic covers ever printed. That's not, I'm not overstating anything. If you take a look at some of the covers that came out of Erie Publications, the stuff they got away with because they were magazines. They weren't comics. Oh, books. they're on magazines, so, right. so, so they so were under the code. Right, yeah. they jumped the comics code. Um, The ultra-gory covers and bottom-of-the-barrel production values lent an air of danger to every issue. Very true. Daring you to purchase them. The Weird World of Eerie Publications profiles Myron Fass, the gun-toting megalomaniac. Megalomaniac, thank you, publisher, and editor Carl Burgos, who ground his axe against the entire comic industry. Here's the sordid background behind this mysterious comics publisher, featuring astonishingly red reproductions of many covers and the most spectacularly creepy art. Introduction by Stephen Bissett. Woot! Wow. Yes. And right from the editor's mouth, I am told that it will be heavily illustrated, but there's no strip reprints. So it's not just a big old collection of old Erie publication story. This is a history, but
2: so- so- it sounds like the comics uh, equivalent of like grindhouse films.
0: Oh, you need to see these. <laughs> what they did was they would take pre-code horror tales and mm-hmm. some new stuff, and mix it all up. Uh, there's an all-new Dick Ayers six pager.
1: Oh, his, wow. His,
0: wow. First, his first horror strip in 30 years. It's all history from the from before the beginning of Erie pubs until well after their demise. Hopefully, the meticulously detailed indexes will make the final print. This is from Mike Hollett on a message board. So, oh, I need to have this. I need to own this. <laughs> the, the, the eerie Gotta pubs... I have it. I, you know how I love the Warren books? Uh-huh. The, there's, there's a special cobweb-encrusted place in my heart for the eerie books. They are disgusting. I remember as a kid just taking them off the newsstand and putting them under my jacket and bringing them home because if my mother ever saw those, she would kill me. I mean, cleavage out the wazoo on the front, dismembered heads, body parts all over the place, strewn. and the paintings for the covers are beautiful. Get that. Yeah. And you can see the cover to that, too, on our forum. That's all I wanted to do. I wanted to push these books because I think they're very worthy.
2: Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Absolutely. Well, I, I... I I may go ahead and I hadn't thought about the Vampirilla, and I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna get that one. Tom Sutton, they, they, you say, say so.
3: Last time I read Vampirilla was when Harris was relaunching it. You had the Adams Hughes covers, and there were coupons in each of the first few issues where you could either get right a, a post or something. But and then I know Cassatt and Palmiotti did some covers, and and but I. That was pretty much the last time. So we're talking, we're definitely talking the '90s,
0: right? Well, not to degrade the efforts or or downplay the efforts of those people who were right. involved in the Harris. That's farm team compared to the stuff. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, so th- I, those I'd guys like were decent, league. but this is the big leagues. Yeah, no, i, Jose I Gonzalez. I, I want me to oh, see some big leagues. <laughs> David loves I, the big I, leagues. I, I like your big
4: leagues. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's not so big.
4: Hey guys, it's Whitehead. I haven't uh, called in in a while and really had not need to. Still listen to every show. Uh, Just wanted to chime in on the whole you guys are stuck up assholes subject. Uh, Jason, you're saying aggregate way too many times. I think I counted 15 times in that one episode. You need to tone it down. I still haven't even figured out what that word means yet. I gotta go buy a dictionary. Um, think it's not really that you guys are coming off as like stuck up. It's just you act like these comic books are free. Uh and they're not. Uh they cost, you know, two ninety nine, three ninety nine, so I mean, us working class people, we can't, you know, take a gamble on a four dollar book. It just ain't happening. Um, even with the discounts that you get, they're still two fifty three dollars 3 and that's a lot of money to fork over for a comic book, in my opinion. Um, I just wait till they go to the quarter box, and that's where I usually buy them, where I buy them in bulk on eBay. But, uh, in aggregate, the I mean, it just really doesn't make any sense. When I started buying comic books, they were $0.60. Cents. I made $4.25 an hour. Bagging groceries in high school and they were 60 cents a piece. Went up to 75 cents, you know. You know, I didn't have to work 30 minutes to pay for one comic book. And that's about how most working class people that I know, you know, make about eight, nine dollars an hour. I mean, you don't want to go work 30 minutes to pay for a comic book. It's going to take you like 10 minutes to read. And that's just too much money. And if Daryl wants to bitch about it, more power to him, brother. Bitch about it because they're too goddamn expensive. Uh, there's no way that comic books cost that damn much to make. And y'all have, like, proclaimed that you're not going to bitch about the post comics anymore. That's the only thing I, I have a problem with. I love you guys. I've listened to every episode multiple times because I'm really that bored. And please don't let the iFanboy guys on your show. It completely fucks up everything. You know they have their show. Let them do their show. You guys, you'll have a great chemistry going. And let Chris say, I like the angry Chris. You know, Chris is. I, I'm really pissed off. That there's no more around comics. Chris Nasman, he is just so fucking cool. I love it when he starts talking about how, you know, kids, you know, comic books aren't aimed for kids and they don't need to be reading them. They're not. I mean, he's right. He's absolutely right. Out of the four of you, he is definitely the smartest. Because he, he, he says what's on his mind. Now, Vince, you're definitely the craziest. And David, you're definitely the Julius. Yeah, you're the most Jewish. And I love you, Kick you're crazy, man. Uh, and Jason, you say aggregate a lot, but you're really fucking cool. And I just got a Deadpool and piece in. It is so awesome. I don't know if you've got it. It's the one with the changeable, the changeable heads. It's pretty badass. I got it in. Um, that's all I got to say, guys. I love you guys, and I'll listen to you forever. Just don't let the iFanboy guys on there. Nobody wants to hear them. If we do, they got like 40 gazillion episodes we can listen to. The only ones I listen to are the ones that Chris Mason's on because he he's fucking cool. And uh, I'll talk to you guys later. I'm going to start calling back in again. I know people miss me. And in aggregate, I'm getting off the phone <laughs>
3: Before we get into the comics, if, if, if you're done pimping the I'm promo stuff. So. I'm so done, yeah. So done? I'm so uh, done. Because I know I'm probably going to forget once we get towards the close of the show. Um, I just want to send a big thank you, and, and, and I love our listeners. Um, I do specifically, that. Mr. Russell Latham, and Vince knows this person, Jonathan Wimmer.
0: Ah. Uh, because
3: these two fine gentlemen are feeding my habit are enabling me and making sure my age of apocalypse run nears completion.
1: <laughs> uh, oh
0: nice. Uh,
3: Russell sent me X-Men Alpha with the chromium cover. Oh, that's
0: gorgeous. I love that uh, issue.
3: The uh the first part of Legion Quest which kicks off the uh Right. Which, which I guess is 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 the the prequel to it, or or, or what leads to the Age of Apocalypse, and uh, and next so art on that, right? Uh, you know what? Probably the covers by by Mads. I haven't read it yet. Okay. Uh, and the fourth issue of Excalibur. John Jonathan sent me the first issue of Astonishing X Men, and I already had two, three, and four. So I, that is my third complete miniseries. First one being Generation Next and X Factor, and he also sent me the first issue of Weapon X and the Amazing X Men. Wow! So I'm I'm getting closer.
0: They love you, don't they?
3: They're just trying to unload what they have, but I like <laughs> to think they love me. I, you know, I'm yeah. just here, so yeah, why not?
0: Yeah, I got to thank you too. I have to thank uh, forum members and good buddies Andy Jewett and Cam for helping me to narrow the gap on my Spawn collection. Nice. The, they they both secured for me a bunch of issues and uh, at their their local shops or whatever, and uh, I thank you for that. I'm getting there. Eleven more issues and I'm done.
2: Wow. Yeah. Nice. Whole run. Oh, I picked up that um uh, uh, the Spawn Origins hardcover, um with the uh the Neil Gaiman and and uh, Dave Sim issues in there.
0: Yeah. Did you? Yeah. It's you great reading stuff.
2: it? It is. Um, wait. Wait. Yeah. Wait. 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 Wait.
0: Wait. Back up. What did you just say?
2: The Neil Gaiman and no,
0: the... You do that the last part. You said great stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you busted my balls like two weeks ago when I was going. I, into no, that was wood.
2: that's what we do. <laughs> that was wood. No, I think no. Actually, I think that was okay. That was probably me and it's... wood. I think we, we we were we were it was late in the show. We were all having fun. We yeah. all sound alike, so you get me confused. <laughs> yeah, we're all white people. So. No, no, man,
0: that's no, small. no one I... sounds like you, Chris
2: i i uh, don't I, had, I, had all, I had all those original issues, and i think i i think i I hung in there with spawn until about i don't know like fifteen eighteen something like that, oh. but then yeah then I was off to college and drinking beer <laughs> and you grew up I, and you, found and you know
0: deep. i got i i have to take just built a task for his one comment on the forum where 90's image was all style and no substance.
1: That's just well, not, not true. true. That's not no, true. It's not, it's not, that's not, it's not it's true. Not true.
0: Uh, there were three books off the top of my head that had a lot of substance. Oh, I know being one, of, one of, them? of them. Yeah, Spawn, uh, Savage Dragon, oh, okay. and, Cyber, and Cyberforce. Cyberforce. I was, was going to say Max, but I mean, if we're right, talking about the, the original too. 7,
3: then okay, then, then yeah, Savage Dragon, but... Was a lot of
2: just, it? Well, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah was, you're right.
3: It, it was. It was an opportunity for for Larson to just draw big chested women and and which a lot. Not of, a bad thing. A lot of explosions and a lot of speed lines and and I mean they they definitely improved. It wasn't artist's imprint. It wasn't Legend. It wasn't Gorilla. It wasn't it, it. It was a bunch of artists getting together, going, "Yeah, we can do this. We can show these guys." And the stories were not all that great, which is why they had to get other people to script the stories Mm -hmm. you know so uh, thankfully nepotism is alive and well in comics and and it's (laughs) what's great about our forum is that you mention image and yeah you might get somebody down on a certain creator or a certain line of books but for the most part everybody that i come across whether it's on the forum or online somewhere if you bring up image nobody really outright dismisses it. There's always right. something... And they may not have enjoyed Savage Dragon, but they probably got a huge kick out of Wildcats and mm-hmm. Cyber Force. And yeah,
0: there's... there's No matter what the era, uh, there's always something from image uh, to love. And of you know quality. what?
2: If you were buying comics... Especially it, now. At the, you know, very tail end of the... What is it? Was 19, 9, 1990 was that image? image? It was like ninety. Uh, I'm gonna say '93, but '93. Yes. 90, yeah. I mean, if if you were buying comics in '93, you were buying Image comics. Yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. was doing it.
0: But, so, I mean, let's be nah, honest. Not, they not did, honest. They did set a very damaging trend. Yes, at the big two, the the the, the, the whoever was in charge editorially at the big two saw <sighs> that the Image books were selling, and they took the style and and didn't impart the substance like and a lot of marvel and dc books look like bad image books in the 90s
3: especially especially with um where uh oh man who was it not um it wasn't it wasn't Dan Pennosion but there was there was another cuz i mean he's kicking ass on x-factor forever but there was another artist who just i'll 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 find it i'll post images or, or links to comicbookdb.com but i i know there was one artist who was just absolutely horrible and i think he was on x-force for a while after capullo if you remember who i'm talking about mm. um but it, there was and and farrell brought this up on the phone when people because of the way back wednesday thread with the 90s and when when he says how can people say that the 90s was was a dark or dreary era and, and and how could someone look down on the nineties and it baffles him. It's because of what you just said, Vince, with the big two. Yeah, Image Ooh. might have been putting out some fun and colorful books and you had Valiant and you had Dark Horse, but when someone says the nineties were awful or horrible, they probably were only reading Marvel in D C or that's where they're yeah. looking through they're really and, looking and there were there may have been some some there were a few gems from from Marvel in the nineties, but the majority of it just looking at the covers alone, not all of it was pretty. I mean,
2: you know,
0: force yeah. works. Oh, yeah, oh, I know. Um, yeah,
2: yeah. There were there was a lot of there was a lot of crap, and you know, uh, unfortunately, i i was at I was at an age where i was I was starting to be interested in other things outside of of comics, you know, girls, you know, beer, um, <laughs> and and I I missed a lot of stuff. I don't know if I don't know if we talked about it, but uh, I finally started going back. And reading the uh the Mike alred and Peter Milligan x force stuff, and oh, and that became statics? yeah, it just became ecstatics, and it 's like wow, that marvel at at some point Marvel started doing indie books in the nineties, and I totally missed it because that is does not feel like a Marvel book any marvel book that i 've ever read, so i mean there there 's some blind spots from you know from that era that i mean there was some kind of groundbreaking amazing stuff going on at both companies and i was just i was i was checked out and totally oblivious to it so um
0: but the the infestation of that perceived image aesthetic it mm -hmm. it it ruined a couple of uh artists most notably herb trimpey the way yeah. they, they made Trimpy alter his style in, in what was it, Fantastic Four Unlimited? And, and, oh! and,
3: and, and, yeah, 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 you're right.
0: Just just to match the, the that perception that they had of, of what the kids wanted in yeah. light of the image stuff. And they that made sucks. Trimpy tailor his art to, to the, the new way, and it was, oh, it was god-awful. And we're talking that's, Herb Trimpy, one that's of the you know, what, what, ha- what
2: happens whenever editorial gets out of control, right yeah. there.
0: You're right, you're right. So. Hey, speaking of image, I know we all read uh, the same book.
2: Well, I was gonna say, you you know you know what recent book I've read that reminds me of of how awesome X Force and Ecstatics was?
0: Um let me guess. Uh, David Hine and Shaky Kane's Bulletproof Coffin.
2: That is the book.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I I've I've had so much fun with this issue. I must have read it like three times so far. Uh, and before well, we get into it, mm-hmm. I just want to say if Hine and Kane, and how cool is it to say Kane in respect to a new comic book, David? We don't have to say Shaky Kane. We could just assume that, you know, Gil Kane is still alive. Uh, <laughs> That's better than Bob Kane. So. If, right. If they play their cards right they could parlay this book into uh an entire universe of interconnected characters and titles like like Hellboy like Mignola's Hellboy or the Astro City stuff because there are so many potential series in just this first issue alone they they could do this whole web of 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 this this bulletproof coffin universe or, or like the golden nugget universe if they wanted to call it yeah that.
2: i'm very much in a sit back and enjoy it mode i was oh so yeah but I, I was so surprised by this book.
0: But the potential's there. Oh, sure. sure. Yeah, for many, yeah. many different characters. And they, they can do
2: like a, a Cavalier and Clay type thing, you know, with what happens. I was just going to say, with the, yeah, with the, uh, with the the escapist. escapist
1: or like
0: even that. like, like Paul Grist with his Jack Staff, um, okay. universe of characters. Mm-hmm. The, the, the limitless potential in this book. But, uh, so let's tell them what it's about in, in a nutshell. <laughs> it, in a nutshell.
2: There's no <laughs> nutshell on this one, man. <laughs>
0: We we have a pop culture ephemist
2: named Steve <laughs> Newman. The dude who has, is in, who, has, who has the best job ever. If you're into uh, that, he I does.
0: He's into everything that, that uh, most of the people listening to the show are, are into: uh, comics, uh, toys, kaiju, vintage pop culture, bric-a-brac, yeah. and uh, so Break-ups. he's he's uh, something that's called a voids contractor. Uh, you see, he works for the city, picking the bones of the deceased. Uh, anything of value at the time a person dies is automatically bequeathed to the city. So right. what he does is he goes into their, their dwelling and uh, separates the stuff that the city can possibly make a a profit on. And everything else is dumped into a landfill. Uh, but he has a, a little First deal... Tips. He has first dibs. He has a little deal going with his boss where he can go in uh, the night before, scope the place out, and take anything he wants. Right. And uh, on one occasion, he f- he hits the mother load. He finds a cache of Golden Nugget comics, uh, among other things. I mean, the, the person that died in this house had toys, a horror memorabilia, a pay television set, which factors into the plot, uh, just a, a comic books, just everything that we as pop culture nerds would geek out on. It was in this, this house. Uh, and some of the Golden Nugget comics are called Red Wraith or Red Wrath, Ramona, Queen of the Stone Age, which is a cool, cool title, uh, Coffin Fly, and, and in this neat nested comic within a comic type presentation, a book that according to the title's publication history was never published.
2: Right. This book should not exist. <laughs> <laughs> now that's, that's
3: a creepier and eerie headline right there
0: yeah uh, it was the unforgiving eye number 198 starring the uh what is it the, the mystical eye of kabbalah and, and i don't think that the the choice of name is a coincidence the um what's he called the all-seeing eye of kabbalah he's a cross between the specter and the residents he has a huge eyeball for a head <laughs> and uh he seems to to meet out justice like the uh or vengeance like the specter yeah. Uh,
1: well, you know, but back,
2: back up j- just one second because you know you had mentioned the comic inside the comic, and that was—I mean—that was the moment where I was like, "Okay, this this is cool. This is this is a cool comic." Is that he gets home and he starts reading this comic, and whenever he starts reading it, you turn the page, and it turns into the comic that he's right.
0: reading. Very meta. So we're, we oh, are, and as, it's, as it's,
2: it's so awesome.
0: As a, the reader is is literally pulled into the events of the story,
2: Com- complete we, stylistic art change. You know, it's uh, it is I don't a know
0: complete. It's close. Well, but yeah. you,
2: you know what I'm saying. I mean, it's yeah. it 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 changes from from one feel, and now you are reading this golden age, golden nugget comic, and I mm-hmm. I. I, I, I I know it's probably not the first time. Well, we had mentioned the Escapist, and the Escapist, uh, the uh, the mini series, um, then graphic novel, did that and and used that very well. But I mean, this was you know, not expecting it. I was just like, oh yeah, that's cool.
0: Steve Newman's home life is not all that great. He has two very odd children, uh, <laughs> to say the least. Children, uh, a wife with which he seems very disconnected, i mean she doesn 't even greet him when he comes in the door. A really strange dog that that he can 't uh, determine what kind of <laughs> what the sex dog. of the dog is yeah uh, and so he he sequesters himself up into in the attic in his what he calls his sanctum sanctorum and and as he 's surveying the stuff he got out of the deceased 's home, he pops a couple quarters into the uh pay to play television and sees the owner of the house it's really strange it's almost like a an outer limits type deal where it's not a televised broadcast but he's actually looking into time and and the the deceased he, he sees a, a man in black come in and kill the deceased and what the deceased was doing he put something in under the floorboards in in a room that he recognizes because he's been there so he goes back to the house the next day and what does he find Coffin Fly's costume, and Ray Gun. And that's kind of where the issue leaves off, and we we'll, we'll, won't we'll talk about the last panel because that's, that's very cool, and I wouldn't want to spoil that. But
3: did, did, I didn't really catch this initially, but during the reread, while he's looking in the floorboard, do you mm-hmm. see that basically he's being watched?
0: Yeah. yeah that, it, I missed it, it, that
3: the first time, that somebody else went and turned down the TV?
0: Because it has the, the scan line. From a CRT, right, well, see somebody yeah. putting a
3: quarter in, but yeah, I missed it the first. Time. I was like, "Well, oh, that so. that
0: leads to the last panel, which we won't talk about." Right. But so, so the TV seems to be a two-way time viewing device, where uh, the events, the past events, obviously the guy's dead, and he was watching them in real time in his little uh-huh. uh, nerd hut up in the up in the attic. So <laughs> yeah. this is very. I mean, there's so much they can do with this. Yeah, it's, it's very cool. And the thing that that really sent me. Going uh, skyward was the essay following the, the the comic portion of it, where they oh, yeah. create this whole pseudo history of Golden Nugget Comics based on Hein and Kane, the actual creators of the comics. Comic yeah. in your hands, uh, they they fashioned this pseudo history around them. And the part, the thing that made me laugh was when they when they did the the takeoff on Flo Steinberg, the the old Marvel. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> secretary but in this case it's fleur stoneberg who called kane uh he had a bad attitude a mouth like a five dollar whore and the talent of a michelangelo so and and, and this even accompanied by uh mock covers from the yeah. golden nugget comics
2: it's so nice yeah they've they've created a world with it and that's you know the, you Whenever you read something like this, it's like, okay, this is so much beyond a two ninety nine or three ninety nine comic. If you yeah. if you look at the care and craftsmanship that that goes into building something that's a little bit bigger than you get out of out of most comics today, I respect that. Uh, that's you know you you put it down, and well, I I think that. You guys obviously read it multiple times. I know mm-hmm. I read it twice, and, and we'll read it again before the next issue comes out. But I, I that doesn't happen nearly enough with comics, where I'm just like, oh, man, I, you, you you turn the last page, you like, I need to read that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right.
0: And, and, David, did you take note of the uh, byline on the text piece in the back? At Previously- the bottom page? <laughs> yes, yes, in
3: the Previously- comic scene. <laughs> I love it
0: previously published in the comic scene and and uh which is comic, almost comic, a yeah magazine. comic zine aficionados will know that there was a magazine called comics scene yes and uh okay. this was written by uh, published by morris allwood smith and smith productions <laughs> <laughs> that's great this is love great. it it's even, so good and even the
3: paper doll and, on 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 the back and, yeah uh,
0: yeah and if you've seen the solicitations for future issues, the Ramona, Queen of the Stone Age character, will make an appearance in the series. So, I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot to look forward to. Just that, that picture of the heroes in the, in the text piece where you have the Coffin Fly and uh, who's the other guy? The, um, the Justice guy. What's his name? There's so many characters. The, the Shield of Justice. Is in there, and it's just the oh, Batwing right, right, right. dude. It, it, there's, it's like they are making an, an entire universe, and it's just the first issue.
2: Yeah, it's hard oh, to do it, this. It, but the, but the, the feeling and the vibe of the book is that it's just so left to center. It's, I mean, it is. Yeah. It, it's 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 just not right and it's the the page that you had already mentioned where he, he walks into a um you know we meet his family for the first time and this disaffected family it was uh, that that moment where he's uh, um he comes in and greets his wife, and, and he says, uh, um, "She greets me with a, a look that says absolutely nothing." Yeah. I can no longer remember how we met. <laughs> <That's> a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then he talks about the kids, and then and then the dog. It's like I had a good look look at him recently, and found no evidence <laughs> of genitals. <laughs> yeah. It's like what the fuck is there, this there What is about? There is.
3: I we we were talking about early image earlier, and I know image has published. Nixon's pal, and and books by the Luna Brothers, and mm-hmm. and you know, and Sam Noir, things like that, and even then, or like Bomb Queen, there's still something still feels like an image book to a degree when I read those books. This didn't. This this does not feel like it. I
2: don't know oh, what the hell it, this feels like.
3: Yeah, I mean, and, and I'm not, and that's not that's not me putting anything down or, or saying you know it, it, this feels like a dark horse book or something else it just it doesn't nothing about this really strikes me as an image book yeah. it just it feels like it's its own entity
0: you're right but i think that's the trend at image in the last let's just say 8 to 10 years that 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 tendency to experimentation where they they specifically tried not to produce books in the Image tradition, and they they spread it all over, like with Walking Dead and, yeah. and Invincible, um, you know, Cowboy Ninja Viking. I mean, there's there's no Image book these days because the 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 spread is so vast and uh, far, you know, and wide. They try everything. That's why I love Image. If you had a, pointed a finger at me and said, "What's your favorite publisher?" I have to say Image.
3: Well, they are oh. they, they are they they make up the top three. It's Marvel D C and Image and I mean it has been for a while and people always argue that. Well who's you know, is it Dark Horse? Is it and and for a while maybe it was almost Valiant, but it's it's image, you know. It, it's Marvel yeah. D C and Image as far as I'm concerned as, when it comes to the publishing. As
0: good as Dark Horse and and IDW I was and the like. Say, don't forget IDW. Yeah, no, right,
1: or but, Boom
3: nowadays.
2: But and Boom, yeah.
0: yeah as 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 uh, good as they are, they do not publish titles with the diversity of image. It and that's, seems it seems like there's a yeah. there's a there's a, a, a risk factor I- inherent to a lot of the image stuff that the other guys won't won't. Grab yeah, I mean,
2: you know, and, and that's for a lot of different reasons. Which images I think, their business model is very different than um, you know Boom or IDW right. or. It's because it's it's. I mean, these books are they are creator owned, and yeah. it's just under it's just under the, the image umbrella. Um, it's. And I well, love you know.
0: the part, uh, it, it kind of in a Tom Sutton ish, uh, play of history where the King Kane character, uh, faded into obscurity, and he popped up doing Russian porn comics. <laughs> under, yes,
2: it's uh, a very wall, the, very Wally Wood type moment there. Huh?
0: Well, that's what happened to Tom Sutton too. He oh, yeah, okay, went away okay, okay. for a while and then he, he he showed up uh doing Eros comics under uh, a pen name, but uh oh, okay. King King Kane uh, took the name destroy Destroyovski, which is really cool. And uh you get a, a mock cover from one of his porn comics in here. It's just unbelievably <laughs> dense.
3: I, I love I love the art. I,
1: yep.
3: it's it is it's 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 a great book. I hope when when this is done that it's it's um it is collected and and, and i know it, it is it is collected it's it's and it's packaged nicely i mean i'm not talking about you know a goblin celestial edition or anything but just a real nice bound version i'd i
2: I'd, yeah. I'd like to have i'd like
0: to just i hope it's series. greeted with uh the kind of reception that ensures we're just going to get more than one series out of this
2: yeah i don't, he, he, god i i wish so but the, this has yeah it's the, it's 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 too weird and too awesome for too many people to like this.
0: Well, we can help. Uh, it's, it's, because I don't know about you guys, but I have to have a U-Control Darling Lab Monkey. I need to get one of these <laughs> things. <laughs>
2: it's only 15 bucks.
0: Complete. Nothing else to buy. This Darling Laboratory Monkey makes an adorable pet and companion. Almost human with its warm eyes. Your family will love it. Simple to care for. These young monkeys grow to about 38 inches tall. Eats the same food as you, even likes Ooh. lollipops.
3: It's got to be better than sea monkeys.
0: Oh, I had those. You yeah. had the little shrimps? Yeah, everyone Who didn't? had sea monkeys.
2: You yeah, the, yeah, the shrimp?
0: I scalded mine.
2: Oh, Jesus.
0: I did. I boiled water and I scalded the little fuckers. You, you, would. Spin- you would. Poor little
2: brine <laughs> shrimp.
0: See, some people some
3: people have been like, why do you scold them? No scald. <laughs> uh,
0: but uh, <laughs> I can't wait to. Pain. I'll be. Totally honest with you, I read Bulletproof Coffin on my iPad because I have not received my issue yet from DCBS. It looks great. It looks so good yep. on the iPad.
2: Yeah. Yep. The oh, iPad. should we? Um. um uh, I don't. Th- they- I don't think. I, I don't think it's huge news. It's. 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 It's good news. Um, but uh, DC finally um followed suit with Marvel and has their uh, uh their iPad app is now uh, yes. available.
3: And yeah. and their books are, are also available with um, via Comicsology just just mm-hmm. as Marvels are. But yeah, I mean yep. a, a standalone app that'll take you right to, uh, yep. right to DC Comics. They have um, Vertigo Black and White stories. Yes, they have Vertigo They they have Bayou from Zuda. So I mean that's great for people who wanted to read the Zuda online web comics. They can now hopefully. I mean Bayou's is just a start. And they'll yep. have
0: others. According follows. to Danny O'Neill, um, it's the greatest event in publication history.
2: Well, wow. It's, uh,
0: it's, it's big doings. I
2: agree. Yeah. Come on. Denny's, Denny, Denny's old. Denny, Denny's awesome. But Denny's just
0: just hu- humor me. Um. I understand what he's trying to say, but what is yeah. the difference?
2: Why know,
0: the is, is Marvel not adopting or, this or little even mechanism?
3: comicology, period. I mean, the yeah. fact that the publishers are doing this. I mean, what are about mm. Kirkman. Yeah. You could have said this about anybody.
0: Yeah. I'm glad well, DC has done this. He's
2: got to the company. Absolutely. And day it's and day. The fir- day it's day. the first time that you can get Batman digitally. Come on, You're people.
0: Right. It's, a, it's a cool thing, uh, but... It's, it's, it's an achievement, but it'll be nothing more than D.C. providing an easily accessible digital newsstand on every yeah. corner of the country if they don't price the things attractively. Well, from here, what here's, I've here, seen, here, here, if they're not.
2: Here's a couple things that I saw today in the, in the app um, that were interesting. There were a couple 99-cent issues in there.
0: Yeah. Very cool.
2: Um, most of them were 199 which i still think is a touch too much yeah, um, expensive. but there was one 299 issue in there and this is kind of the interesting thing mm-hmm. it was uh a jla generation lost number is it four? Number, number 4 yeah. which came out today yeah. they right. it, it very very sneakily put a day of digital comic release in there and that's um but it was the same price, or it was two ninety nine though, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So it was the same, it was the same price as the newsstand um, version, but that's that's to my recollection, I guess the first time has, has Marvel put out a day of release yet? Iron
3: the Iron Man annual, will, will yeah, be but the they broke it up. It has. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. So, but it's. I mean, it, at this point, for it to be the same price as the print version, you're. You're, it, it's well it's it's a matter of convenience. I mean they they made this announcement in the wee hours of, of this morning or late last night, and if if the JLA book or the JLI was was the first book one of the first books available, and you can download this at like five in the morning, your the earliest your comic shop's opening is what, nine? So I mean if you want to read it before anybody else is even awake, then that's great. If you want to jump on it like that. It's it's um it it is it's fantastic news. I wish I could use the app it keeps crashing on my phone. Oh really? It, yeah, um but it uh I I'm I'm happy. I mean, I'm I think it's I think it's great news. It's it's nice to see. I mean, now that cuz for the longest while everybody was either complaining about the price of, of Marvel's books or or why, you know, I I don't need to read New Avengers by by Bendis and Finch again. Um, why not? Everybody, everybody, because I have it in in multiple editions already.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But um, but everybody, every time someone would say something about Marvel, it would always end with, "But at least they have an app, or at least they're digital, right. or where's yeah. DC?" And now you can't say that anymore. And now I'm not, I don't want to make the claim, "Oh, the playing field's level or anything." But now it, now it's going to, I'm now You've it's going to be real interesting. It, it, it all comes down to the price games, war.
0: Yeah and that that's always been the case even in yeah. physical uh editions where marvel would change their prices dc would follow suit or marvel or dc would do this radical thing where they bumped the comics up to a dollar and add, added extra pages and marvel would follow suit so one of them has to initiate Reasonable, sensible pricing, and then the other will 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 jump in line, and it's. I don't see it. I don't see it
2: coming. Well, you know, one thing, and I think I, it, I I don't want to belabor this uh, too much because uh, we've talked about it before, but I, I think that one thing that hopefully we'll see is tiered pricing. Um, you know, I don't mind paying one ninety nine for a, a a new or newish issue. Um, I I would I, I'd like to pay a dollar for stuff that's maybe a year to four yeah. years old. But at, at, at that point, I'd like to buy, like, complete runs of Exa- stuff. Exactly. Yeah, so, don't screw yeah.
3: me out of the third issue of a five-issue story.
2: Well, that, number one, if you're if you're going, yeah, if you're going to have stuff available, make sure that you can get the entire story digitally, because if right. not, well, that's kind of a dickhead thing to do. Um, but it's predictable. Um, what I would like is for, you know, like, Amazing Spider Man, why is there no way to buy like 25 issues or 50 issues at a time for, you know, like bulk pricing? Bulk pricing. You know, it's like what they have. Uh, you know, I'd like to. I would be very interested. I would spend you know thirty five bucks on the first hundred issues of Amazing Spider Man. So but yeah, no, we,
0: we I, could I, talk I, about I, this shit forever.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's but I, I would like to buy like big runs of old old comics for you know a fair price. You know, yeah. you right. Know, but that was it, what
0: I was I was saying. What? How much were those DVD archives of? I think it like
2: fifty bucks
0: for yeah, bucks. and that was not a hundred issues. That and was and those are
3: PDFs. Hundreds I don't know, of issues. I don't know how awesome the quality was, especially in the older they were issues. O- they were okay. Um, but you know, when, that's when, what you're
2: doing is reading those things anyway, right? Well, what
3: would be what, what would be real cool? And I know um, Bean has actually mentioned this on the forum where Bean. we'll talk about a book or or. Uh, or the forum will talk about a book, and he's like, uh, "Oh, maybe, I think maybe one of them was the Shield, Shield number one." He's like, "Oh, I would have loved to have read it, but my shop sold out." But hey, Marvel, if you had it in your app, this is the perfect example. Like, if if you're doing day and date, and somebody, a comic shop has sold out of an issue, I can just go down to the app and and download it, and boom! And now, and not only did I uh, is is the publisher getting paid for it, I'm reading it, and whether I and mean, we can. I'm not as concerned about the pricing right now as much as I am with the ability to get it. If you want to give me day and date, I'm the thing with me is I don't know if I'm all bent out of shape about the pricing just yet. It's it, however much it's worth to you. Just like back issues. I may, I may think, you know, Green Lantern gold, the silver age, Green Lantern 22 is worth 200 bucks. Chris may just think it's worth 80 and, and so be it. But these these apps, the comics are competing with on your iPad, maybe Netflix. You know, so I mean, I I don't In I don't want to fast share
0: stealing. Well,
3: yeah, you I mean know. there's that too. But see, yeah. Yeah, this sure. is, and and this is where it came to me with with music. I know we were talking about Napster and things like that last week, and i I stopped downloading my music from Kazaa and LimeWire and Napster because the quality was shit, and I'd rather make my own or buy them at a better rate. Same thing with comics. I could go look. For digital scans, but if there's a crease in the middle or somebody scanned it and it's crooked, and I could still read it, but it's not a good looking image. No, I'd rather make sure. I'd rather have a good looking image and give the
2: person the money. Hey, I, I'm on a I'm on a Mobius kick right now, and yeah. you want to look at um, Silver Surfer Parable?
1: Mm-hmm. Ooh, wow! It, in the
0: written tunnel by again. Stan Lee. Who?
2: Yeah, it's written by yeah. Stan. Lee. Yeah, the greatest, the greatest, greatest creative mind in the history of. Yeah, I had a laugh today. Uh-huh.
0: There, mm-hmm. just briefly, while you you mentioned Stanley, there's an ad in the beginning of the previous catalog. It's a full page ad, huge type from huge. Boom Studios. Oh yeah. And it says "stands back," and "back" is in big, uh, seventy two point impact. Kind of like the way
3: Jack's back was.
0: Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> cross out the back and and uh, <laughs> put dead in there. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Stand stealing, but anyway stealing. yeah silver surfer parable
2: yeah it's i would love to buy a digital version of that it's not available right can't find yeah. it
0: but see i obviously i'm not a businessman and our mr wood wood could uh lend some insight into why right. my ideas are not good but i don't understand all the bullshit that that's wrapped up in business practices. Like, why is it so far beyond the realm of possibility for Marvel to go to Newsarama or comic book resources and set up a survey and say, OK, you people are the diehards. You buy comic books. What would we have to do to make, no to make it attractive to you?
2: Because now, the it, people, it, the people that they really sell comic, they don't Marvel and DC and all the other publishers. They don't sell comic books to you and I. They sell comic books to comic shops, and they have to be really careful about not pissing off their customers.
0: Well, at some point, do you things, understand that? I understand that, but at some point, comics to you and things I. have to change.
2: To shops, well.
0: When they they have a a top circulation of like, say, 30,000 copies, they're going to look around and say, where the hell did we go wrong? Well, you were greedy and you were trying to trying not to piss off uh, a business model that's on life support.
2: Yeah, they. they I it's, mean, they. None of them want to get caught out with their decks in the wind either. You know, I like make that, it, and make them the jump too soon. So yeah,
0: I don't know. It, it, why do things have to be so enshrouded in mystery and and these these really arcane business practices? It's it's you obvious. Know, Just ask people how much they want to pay.
2: I had I had this amazing um, revelation the other day, and it it went with kinder, happier, um, friendlier Chris. And everyone, I don't think
0: I've ever encountered that person.
2: Everyone gets gets caught up in what's what's going to happen, what's the next step, when is digital going to take over, when are they going to get rid of the single issue and go straight to trade, and oh, that would be so good. Just, just all of this mm-hmm. stuff is That's like, w- when is the next era? What's the next step? And I like had this can't this, we just this moment of clarity, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I have so many different options on how I can enjoy my favorite medium. I can I can read single issues, I can wait for the trade, I can read in digital. I've got like this huge buffet in front of me. To, to pick whatever way I want to read comics that I want to and I'm like you know what I don't care what is next right now is a pretty awesome time to be a comic book fan because you have every option available to you the only thing that will happen whenever we go on to the next phase is that we will have less options
0: I understand that that way of thinking, but I'm also of the opinion that too much choice is not necessarily a good thing.
3: Yeah, no, you're, you're right. an old fuddy yeah. dog. No, it's it's well, <laughs> well okay. If you don't feel like true. reading Jonah Hex, you can go watch this great movie about Jonah Hex. It, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> yeah. it's
0: Yeah, it's not Scottish, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you it, know what? Do we do we want to? I think we're losing people here. Let's just let's wrap this. Well, plus this we now. we
3: it's kind of hard for the three of us to talk about business or right? stuff like that without the little guy here. So the little guy yeah. with the big shoe, the big foot. So
2: so yeah, go. There's a great thread about it on the forum about the new DC app. So
3: yeah, it, yeah about the new so. DC app about digital comics. Period. There, there's a few different threads about about digital comics. Period. What's
4: up, this is Whitehead. Uh, please make sure Chris Nasman is on every single episode of 11 o'clock comics. That was, by far, the absolute worst episode, and I've listened to every one of them multiple times. That was the worst episode of 11 o'clock comics I have ever listened to. Uh, I don't know what you guys were smoking or doing before that episode started, but I couldn't understand a damn thing y'all were talking about there toward the end. I mean, Vince, I understood some of the stuff you were saying, but... Jason just went into this whole, I don't know what type of language he was speaking, and, and your guest, I couldn't understand a goddamn thing he said. So I don't really know what was going on. Uh, but uh, the other 107 episodes, I, I pretty much like those. But, you know, we got to get Chris for Naisman. I don't know what he's doing
1: or what he's got
4: going on. There's nothing more important than 11 o'clock comics. You have fans that, that have to, to, to hear you. Christopher Nason, I mean, you're not doing uh, round comics anymore, you got to at least show up for 11 o'clock comics, and try to go at least, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes into the episode before you start kissing our fanboy's ass, because I think that's like 16 episodes in a row where you kiss our fanboy's ass. I know they're probably the only people in podcasting that's actually making any money off of it, but, you know, if I wanted to listen to fanboy. I'd listen to fanboy. I listen to you guys because you guys are fucking awesome I love you guys because another thing I don't like, when you have a guest on King Dap don't say anything and he's my second favorite, so if King Dap ain't talking and Christopher Nason ain't even there it is one fucked up episode and as far as the guy that's not going to listen to y'all anymore, he can go fuck himself that's ridiculous, y'all guys can say anything you want to say it's your show, fuck that guy
0: so I want to talk very quickly about a book that came out today. I don't think you know
3: from very quickly no I do oh I
0: be- <laughs> uh, frequent visitors to our forum know about my current love affair with Fringe the television yes. show yes <laughs> yeah uh, wild bird Woman. yeah <laughs> you know i back you up when you talk about doctor who all the i'm time.
2: just giving you crap the, uh, <laughs> Man, i thought that scott cedar one had the funniest comment it's like we we have more comments about fringe than we did about the last episode of lost yeah <laughs> That's <laughs> That's, it's
0: kind me. of true but wildstorm published today fringe tales from the fringe number one
2: yep you can get uh, the zero issue for free on the dc app
0: cool Sorry. uh for 3.99 it wasn't bad <laughs> okay, <man>. yeah, it, <laughs> no, Ringing I,
2: endorsement. Yeah, like I, not, it wasn't bad. Like it was pretty good, or it wasn't bad. Like Century Fallen Sun. No, it was okay.
0: <laughs> I mean, the, they they picked up on some of the stylistic ticks that the the show has, like with the three D floating text in in the scenes, which I think is brilliant. I love when they do that. Uh, the, there's two stories in this issue. The first one is neat because it fleshes out a little bit of Peter's time in Iraq from the first episode when Olivia goes to, to, to from the pilot actually when, when Olivia goes to Iraq to get Peter uh, Bishop and he's doing all that um, pipeline work uh, with uh, the Iraqi government this tells some of the story about his escapades before she got there so that that's kind of cool it it was uh, written by Justin Doble and Adam Gaines artist Federico Dallocchio Okay, so and then there's another story which kind of threw me. I don't know whether it's going to be a recurring thing, uh, but it's a it's it's about a girl who's given a designer drug. Uh, she looks like she's a high school girl because she's got a, a Letterman's looks like a Letterman's jacket on. Uh, she's at a party. She's given a designer drug. She kind of goes somewhere else, and when she wakes up, she's in a bathroom. And there's a businessman with a couple of, uh, holes in his, uh, chest. She has a gun in her hand and she's dressed kinda like the Baroness from G.I. Joe and she's much older. And she kicks, uh. she kicks all kinds of ass and then, um, at the end of the story, she reverts, uh, back to her, uh, younger persona and it's called Lost Time, written by Alex Katz Nelson, artist with Sean Mole. Uh, it's kinda neat but, uh, I I understand how it factors into the whole fringe universe but when I bought this book I expected Olivia or Walter yeah. you know I didn't expect well, original characters tales from the fringe It does it does see and you're right I I should have uh put my expectations on the back burner but it just caught me a little by, a bit by surprise it's neat.
2: So was it a good story?
0: Yeah, it was kind of cool. It's it's most, yeah. mostly action and there's a, there's a little bit of cheesecake in it. Uh, the art by uh Sean Mole is in the Frank Quitely camp a little bit. Really? It, it's it's very linear, very detailed. Uh, anime. It's kind of quirky. Um, I liked it, but I don't know if I got my 3 dollars worth out of this. Okay. Yeah, it was three ninety nine dollars
3: For 22 pages?
0: 22 pages of story. Oh, my and, God. And I think a six-page backup or, or preview to uh, the Welcome to Tranquility, One Foot in the Grave. So, yeah... I mean, take advantage of the extra pages or the the re- remaining pages, I guess. But it has a neat little uh, card stock cover, like they used on uh, Sam Keith's Batman Secrets yeah. miniseries. Mm-hmm. That that uh, coated stock, it's nice. Uh, and I know I don't know whether I'm being lenient on it because I I enjoy himself. the show so much. Maybe. The, yeah. the the first story is very good uh, the dialogue's tight uh, the the author nailed peter's character and i think it's uh, seeing what peter was up to in, in iraq be during the first episode it's kind of invaluable kind of neat if if you're a yeah, fan of the show good backstory yeah it's i don't know if i had what? to do that stupid uh, 1 to 10 scale I, i'd give it a, a hard 7 maybe
2: that's that, that's pretty damn good
1: yeah, yeah. It's
0: it's not bad. Uh, maybe it'll they'll they'll start flushing it out with not, not bad not bad's
2: kind of, bad it's kind of a, a four and a half five in my oh. book.
0: Well, then I guess I enjoyed it. Middle of the road, yeah, stro- driving down fair the middle to of the,
2: road. the art's fair, nice. fair to middle um, You know, man, license license property comics are such a mixed bag. There's there's stuff out there that is truly truly terrible. And stuff that is is surprising. It's like I was I was talking. Wow! What the hell! He's gone. Stop playing! Aww. This is bullshit.
0: Let me. Th- th- is he is he permanently he gone? A... Let's see. No. No no, no, no There we oh, go. There
2: we go. I'm gonna, oh, I think we got some more storms yeah, rolling uh, through. Let me to start over there. No. Oh, what I, what I was saying is that is that licensed properties are are can be really terrible. It, yeah. it's hard to it's it's like any other comics They can be good great or they it's can an be issue really terrible really par- from
3: marvel in the
2: 80s yeah and uh so it's kind of a mixed bag but 28 days later continues to surprise the hell out of me and how good it is and i'm not going to get into it but this last because i spent a lot of time on it a few weeks ago but this last issue that came out um was um shocking in some of the stuff that that they did in it, um, and reinforced that no character in that book is safe, and if you start to feel attached to somebody, that means absolutely nothing, because they will kill any of them at the drop of a hat for any reason. And it was no one in that book is safe. And well, that you know, that I I respect. Dead.
0: Yes, I respect that. Yep. That's pure storytelling. That's allowing yep. the the story to dictate dictate its path, not yep. not popularity of characters or the future of the franchise. Let the story tell itself. That's awesome.
2: Walking Dead was really good about that for a long time, and um, then you kind of felt like they had moved away from that, and then there were and not not big spoilers um, um, they they did kind of a culling there about a year or so ago, yeah and, and really got rid of a lot of characters um, but Walking Dead continues to be um, entertaining month to month, uh, but twenty eight days later has captured kind of that early Walking Dead. Feeling where it's—I mean—very much on the run, still getting to know characters. Um, there's a, uh, a palpable sense of um, tension dread. there, uh, dread, tension, and um, I mean, they're they're out in the wild, and you don't feel safe at any time. We're *Walking Dead*. It's there. It's more psychological now there's in what in what they're doing with the with the series now And once again no spoilers don't turn your iPod off no. um but Walking Dead has turned into a different kind of book you know the zombies are still there but you know 72 issues in you have to change the focus of of what you know what people are afraid of and and Kirkman's done a nice job with that but you know it can't be the same book after 72 issues that would get old
0: while we're on the subject, I am so glad that Walking Dead is going to AMC, because uh, if you follow my stupid tweets, you know that I just got in on the ground floor of Breaking Bad.
2: Yeah, I still haven't seen that. I'm that good? And, and
0: I cannot believe the things that they get away with on that show. <laughs> for, cable, a te- for a television show? I mean, yeah, I, I know that the cable... I guess
3: you haven't watched anything on FX in a while.
0: No, I don't watch FX.
3: Okay. Oh, watch Justified. Jesus. Oh, That's my so God, that was fantastic. Oh, Justified is so and good. And even Justified wasn't as hard as, like, The Shield or Raven Rescue Me. Yeah.
0: But uh, yeah. I don't I don't know how hard or extreme those shows are, but what I've seen in the first season of Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. oh, I mean, nudity, profanity, I mean, they, they let fly with... Uh, all the expletives you would hear in an r rated movie the the scene where the the bathroom floor gives way um, and li- the liquefied <laughs> remains of that guy just splash all over the place that th- There was a time where that would have gotten an x rating in a movie i mean um, the things that they made oh, yeah. george romero take out of some of his move. well not romero because he released things um unrated on yeah, yeah but uh some of the director like cronenberg the things he had to cut to secure certain ratings uh, would be nothing compared to, to what i've seen in breaking bad and and the thing that got me was the first uh i think it was the first episode where, where walter gets in bed and the wife just reaches over under the covers and while she's talking to him she's you Tearing know
1: you off, yeah and it's
0: like oh my god yeah and that's why i'm so glad that walking dead has has found a home at amc because i think they're going to do it right
2: well you know what what's what's cool about it all and i'm starting to feel this with with a lot of different tv and you know we we've we've been really lucky that there have been some good and and very good comic book movies made
4: mm-hmm. but
2: you know what there's also been some kind of shitty comic book movies made really yeah <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about him nearly as much, but there's been it's some dogs out there. Um, Jonah Hex. <coughs> well, have you, have, you, have you seen Dude, it yet? dare say Ghost Rider? Have see you seen it yet? Have you seen it yet? I, I saw footage. I've seen the trailer, seen and that's all I need have to have
4: see. Have you
3: seen no. the movie?
4: does it matter. Okay, could, first they, of all, no, they, haven't, they haven't, up, haven't done anything yeah. to
3: make
0: me want to see the movie. Oh, please, do not champion Jonah Hex.
3: Look at that disgusting trailer. They not anything to make me want to see the movie. So that's the hey.
2: Vince, have, yes. we'll, let's make a little pact here. I'll stop prejudging comics that I haven't read if you'll not prejudge movies that you haven't seen. I will bet
0: you $100 that my instincts on Jonah Hex are completely correct if I go to see it.
2: Just like my instincts on the next 12 issues of The Avengers. Now see,
0: there's a world of difference.
2: <laughs> right. yeah, I I there's, trust- a tra- there's a track record of bad on my side.
0: Oh, uh, no, there's not. I trust... <laughs> People uh, who uh, review and comment on things on the internet, like uh, the people who have seen Jonah Hex and commented on it, I, I that would give them my life to hold. Right. And, and what they have said about Jonah Hex does not make me want to see it. And the trailer is horrible. They,
1: i'm not if, disagreeing with isn't, you isn't
0: isn't the goal of a trailer to take the exciting moments from the movie and yeah. and try and make someone want to go see it if that's the cream of the jonah hex crop in the trailer there's nothing there for me
2: i, I don't like i'm not disagreeing jonah with you that, that i i don't like the the look of the trailer but i haven't seen the movie so i'm not going to tell people that it sucks because i haven't seen it but and I my, don't
0: usually do that, right? So, no, but I, if, I feel somebody, in this instance I'm justified, though.
3: I would say that I go. If someone asked me, you know, does it suck? I can't tell them it does or not. I haven't seen it. I can tell them why I'm not going to see it, and that's based on the trailer. They didn't. Yeah, I'm all for you know changing things up or creating a movie or adapting a a work from another source. I mean, they did it with Ghost Rider. They didn't. They didn't really follow. Okay, yeah, they got his origin right as far as. He made the deal with his devil to save his daddy. But hey, everything but else, they kind the of went in r- a different direction. Even the, even the Ghost, ghost Rider,
0: Rider trailer was visually in line with what we would expect to see. it was visually attractive, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, what they should have done for, for Jonah Hex is take it to the to logical extreme and get Rob Schneider in there as the sidekick. That would have been
2: awesome. Uh, <laughs> just Just make a Western. But anyway, what I was trying to say is that I think that TV is a better fit for comics and with Walking Dead I think we're getting ready to see, you know, a true episodic version of Walking Dead, something that they would never be able to accomplish in a movie. And yeah, I'm I, I think that T V that T V has the um kind of the, the big the big story scope to do this stuff right. I don't ever want to see a Fables movie, but I would love to see a Fables T V show. Yeah. You know, it's. I, I think TV has the, um, d- d- and and really it is. It's the episodic nature of it. I think that TV yeah. can do comics much better than movies have.
0: Right now, you. I think you're drinking the elixir of good sense. I have my moments. You you are making complete sense to me.
2: Yep. So fables. <laughs> let's let's make it happen. Oh, well. And boy, have you got? Have you seen the um 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 the preview images from Walking Dead? Yes. Oh man, the, the the I tell you what the zombies are going to look cool. I tell you that. Yeah, it's I it's... even recognized a zombie. The the one that they uh <laughs> seriously. I the, know that girl. Uh, yeah, it's the um the the image that they I think the first official image that they sent out, the the that's the zombie by the bicycle that Rick finds when he leaves the hospital. <laughs> I'm serious. Go back and look at it, compare it to the comic. I'm like, Ooh. I know that zombie.
0: Neat. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna. Yeah, it was awesome. so I, I have I well. have high hopes, which are have been reinforced by what I've seen so far. Yep.
2: Yeah. So. It's I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed, but I think it's going to be awesome.
0: Yeah, I, I don't like to prejudge anything. You know me. I give everything I the leeway it deserves and and the the respect. Of,
2: the trailer uh, looks terrible.
0: It's it's so bad. It's just <laughs> but so bad. I wanna it. But I want to see.
2: But I want to see it whenever it comes out on DVD.
0: <laughs> I will pay a dollar to see it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's I could I could see that. So it's you know if you want good Jonah Hex just read the Read comic the
1: damn book. comic. There I'm, you I'm, go. I'm
2: half I'm halfway done with No Way Back and it's 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 really good. Uh Tony uh De, how many De, pronunciation? De Zuniga. Uh, De Zuniga. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Classic Sweet. classic yep. Jonah Hex artist. Yep. Awesome.
2: There's that word.
0: I don't give a shit cuz he is awesome.
3: There you go.
2: Lay Christi some purpose. knowledge on us.
3: I was going to, but then, because um, I, I I read New Avengers number one, but oh, no, wasn't it great? New Avengers number one was yes, was yes. It is. There are. I'm going to tell you this, Chris. I just there heard are Chris off. there are two. There are two new Avengers titles that I'm going to follow monthly. Okay. New Avengers and Avengers Academy. The mainline mm. Avengers, not as. It's not as imperative for me to read that month in, month out. I can wait for collections on that. Um, But did you you notice
0: what they're doing, or what Bendis is doing? Each Avengers book seems to focus on a different facet of the Marvel Universe. New Avengers has this mystical edge to it.
3: Well, just judging by the threat in the first issue, yes. Yeah. And, and then and weird then, um, for, these, for this group of heroes to go against.
0: Right, right. That's, uh, it's, it's neat that he yes. would put up... Uh, most of them are street level,
3: right? Yeah. If, well... Uh, Luke Cage. All of them. Luke, Ben, yes. Spidey,
0: Well, Iron Fist, I don't know if you could call Ben street level. Yes,
2: I would. He's the oh, most he street level. He's been, he's he's the, been he's in outer space, street,
3: okay. but He's the most
2: yeah. street level of the... Of the FF. Do, well, do, we're, we're, where 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 is he from? In we're, we're on Yancy street, so.
3: Nancy huh? Street. Yancy Street. Well, Yancy
0: Street. Everyone's from a street. Well, you know. Yeah. I mean, well, like,
3: road, motherfucker. <laughs> no, it's um, uh, maybe not. Okay, maybe not Miss Marvel. Right. Um, but uh, Hawkeye and Mockingbird.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep.
3: Danny. You know, so
0: first name basis.
3: There you go. Well, you know, he right. yeah, and Luke. But uh, although I did. I did read Thunderbolts. I think I read like my first Thunderbolts issue, which was the new, the new, the the, the reboot for that. But um, Eminem and, and Von Gorbatch's art is just, and Laura Martin on colors. Did, did, did you, did you read it, Vince? I sure did. Did, is, is that not so pretty?
0: I had, I always had respect for Eminem. Right. But, um, I would appreciate, Things that he had done more than others, like I love Next Wave, but so, okay. some some of that the the recent Avengers stuff he's done, while great,
3: oh, before this,
0: right before okay. this, but this stuff, I mean, he it seems like he went all out on this from especially the, from, Victoria Hand, oh my god, I know he she's very sexy, very sexy, uh, but the thing, I mean, if if you're gonna take. One of the Marvel Bronze Age horror mainstays, like Son of Satan, and stick him in an Avengers <laughs> book. You you just won half of my heart right there. Okay, so and
3: see and, and and I guess and half of mine would be seeing Doctor Strange on those same pages.
0: And the, the recent trend, I don't think people appreciate how cool it is to have Luke Cage and Power Man back together after the Luke horrible. Cage, he what did said I Luke say? Agent and Power Man. <laughs> <laughs> they reunited him with themselves. Hey. No, the the the, the Power, Power Man, Man and, and Iron fist. fist back together after the horrible demise, way back when. And yeah. then for and then what Byrne did yeah. with with the character. We we get the the actual honest to god Power Man and Iron Fist back and there's together. There's that one
3: panel where they were like ready when 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 Hand shows up and and she's got the gun, and Luke's got his fist up. And 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 Danny strikes a pose, and it's just like,
2: oh, oh the only thing that's missing is a costume. Well, you had yeah. you had read the Iron Fist series that of course it's, they canceled, right? Right, yeah,
0: but I mean that's still relatively recent. I mean, we had yeah. such a long dry spell with no Iron Fist. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, yeah, I and mean, he was in Heroes
3: for Hire's in what, like the late nineties or. Yeah. pacheco did the art on
2: that right yeah it's an awesome character i yes I, I, wish he could, I wish he could support his own book because the, uh, man that was the that was the best it was it the was best Marvel on the stands for a couple years it was and, so good and bendis
0: bendis is intimately familiar with luke cage i mean it's almost redundant to say that at this point because giving hand a second chance was the same thing that was afforded to him so of all of these people yeah. Cage would be the one to say, "Yeah," I, and it was Steve. But it shot. was
3: Steve who was like, who kind of did it on the sly. That that wasn't part of the initial deal. But it's like, hey, by the way, I know. Because, I know we didn't talk about this, but hey.
0: Yeah, because um, Steve is yeah. the commander. He knows his soldiers, and he knows right. Luke would say that, or the, it would, it would act that way.
2: What What was great? since, since It's definitely a. I'm, I'm gonna shut up. It's
0: no, friendlier.
2: do it. I, I was gonna say it's it's definitely a team that's in touch with their feelings is what i want a superhero team
0: <laughs> brother voodoo's in it uh, brother, brother voodoo doctor it, it, doctor Doctor. i ben. know he's be,
2: always be a brother to me uh-huh. but, um,
0: brother voodoo and son of satan in the same book and dr strange and they and have do, well uh, yeah doctor strange. do they, they do, do, do anything that. yes they do yeah they, they do. do lots of stuff
2: I mean, if, 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 um, this
0: is not carry on it, wonderful it,
2: conversations no. no
0: this is very um action oriented uh, for bendis it's, this is it's, this it's, is a, like siege
2: it's a great first
3: issue. It's it's really cool. It's Luke getting the team together, but I mean, there's a lot going on. And and uh, Danny Iron Fist is in his his recent retrofitted whatever his 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 new outfit that was used in, in the Iron Fist series. So no high collar. He's got like boots,
2: the, boots, no booties,
3: boots, no booties with the mock turtleneck. And the, and although there was a little bit of a confusing moment because you had uh, you had Clint. Barton in his Ronan outfit, but then there's one panel behind Steve next to Thor, where Hawkeye appears, and then they cut away again and standing next to Luke with the rest of the team is Clint. But then it's when, a scroll. When, 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 when the team is finally formed before the uh before the cliffhanger, he's he, he's now Hawkeye. I mean he was Hawkeye in Avengers number one and now he so so he's Hawkeye from here on out. But aside from that little little uh faux pas there was uh it so yeah no and it's it, it's just it's so pretty
0: you know i was a little bit hesitant well a lot hesitant on ben being a part of the team and, and yes. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say that that feeling has has faded but right when well, I mean, when, when bendis like four panels yeah but when bendis can nail ben in just a little bit of dialogue. Like, yeah. like when when, when oh. Ben walks in, he says, Hey, you call this the Avengers? And and the thing that you know was really cool was Peter was like, Hey, Benjamin J. Grimm. But the one the one little bit of dialogue that said to me, All right, uh uh-huh. Bendis knows Ben enough to to tailor his comments to something that he would say when he says, You know, I love my family, yeah. Susie, <laughs> Reed and that other guy. That other guy. Ben, yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: that so i'm finally i'm finally going to get to read uh the thing in in a comic book that makes it
0: <laughs> you know i uh, not to not to uh play devil's advocate to chris there are some scenes in here where they're just st- at the dinner table talking but and people do this especially at pe- superheroes are people so they would sit yeah and you know talk, what
2: they, but they they go to the bathroom too i don't need to see that but that's that's part but how of exciting the is monitor duty That's true. (laughs) But what I'm saying is. Doing a compare and contrast here. If
0: you're, if you're gonna, if you're gonna put a sequence in there with extended dialogue, Mm -hmm. if the dialogue sparkles, it's worthwhile. It's, this, this to me is a worthwhile scene with Ben and, and, and again with Wolverine, you know, don't tell anybody about my mutant multitasking power. (laughs) It's, it's, I think it's, it's very much worth the price of admission because as soon as that scene's over, you get, An action scene with the Eye of Agamotto and and uh, Power Man, so it's it's not all just sitting around talking. This this issue moved.
3: It moved. Yes,
2: that's that's exactly what I was going to say. It moved. And I like the the fact at the end of the first arc, if it has an actual ending to the story, let me know and I'll pick it up. Oh, I think
0: this will. I think. But uh, another little stylistic thing that I appreciated a lot: every time something mystical happened, there was a a caption telling you what spell
1: it was and, and and where it could be found like yeah, corony's book of the dead the <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh so good so good and how about luke knowing that he was being bamboozled that that wasn't dr strange and damon hells that that
3: um that struck me as as just a little odd i mean i know that he was looking at at wolverine and logan Probably well, gave yeah, him a he, nod or knew something was something was fishy. That's exactly yeah. Right. That's exactly. He but, picked but, up but on Luke it a to little. Actually, say, who am I talking to? That really kind of didn't sound like Luke to me. That that's oh, really I the only thing know. that kind of stood out.
0: But if you if you look at that progression of three panels, he said, "Do we even?" And then he paused and yeah. looked at Logan, and Logan was like, "Dude, yeah, no. not Doctor Strange." So he just reinforced what what uh luke automat was assuming so eh, that works for me there's a reason why luke has survived this long yeah i don't know chris i really think you should uh check your preconceptions at the door and bite this one because it's good
2: (laughs) you're only gonna get one Avengers book no Uh, it's
3: it's i mean everything you know it's I'm
2: i'm taking i'm taking a year off
3: no i was just gonna say you know i
2: there are
3: when when you do reboots when you relaunch when when you have new number ones and people say it's a great jumping off stuff. point it's it's a great jumping off point as well i mean you know we've all we've all done it we've been you you did it with the x men i did it with a lot of the one year later things it's just it's like you know what i'll come back they're not going anywhere they're not going away i can still dig them out later if i want to find them. it's going to be collected i can't read it them?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, no, through the market uh, well, Absolutely, yeah. Sure.
3: No, no. Well, yeah, you my you might not get all the issues, but you no, know, you can definitely. It's it's a story that you'll be able to read somewhere down the line. I I'm I'm not going to hit anybody over the head and go, no, you must read this now. You know what? I got plenty of shit to read. I Proof. can catch up later, so it's yeah, all good. And, and I
0: mean, I'm I'm trade waiting on these too.
3: And I but see that's the thing. I'm I'm trade waiting on the other. Uh, I'm trade waiting on Avengers. And um well, Secret Avengers, uh, the um, and and Thunderbolt. it's
0: written by one of your favorite authors. That's why
3: I'm I like Brubaker.
0: Or. Oh, Brubaker? the
3: oh, that's right. Okay, Secret Avengers, Brubaker's not the problem.
0: Okay. Secret Warriors is um Hickman. Right? It's
3: Hickman. Okay, yeah, that one I haven't I haven't read that since the first arc. Um, but no, if if ends if,
2: with uh, that book.
3: That's the thing. I you know it's if um.
2: One well, one thing about and I don't know if we've talked about it with Hickman. I wish that he would show a little bit more than tell. Oh, you I, mean, you I, don't
3: like those those one page text pieces that wrap up. No, the story? I, uh, I'm I,
0: do, I don't. I don't mind those. <laughs> what? Whatever. I can't I, say anything bad about Hickman.
2: Well, uh, okay. Did you guys read the second issue of of Shield? Not yet. Uh, Yes.
3: Oh, that one page.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's I've I've, I've enjoyed. Both of the strict. issues, nothing has happened in either issue.
0: Well, see, not, that's I, in not the first, true. In the first nothing issue has history, actually
2: happened. You're right. You're right. In the first so issue, not the, the his, history.
3: The, parents, the second issue is more real time.
0: You can't say nothing happened.
3: Nothing the, has happened. Because
0: what, what about the, no, the, the got whole thing a little with, bit the, more, we, with the what? parents of, of Stark with and Richard? Uh, uh, yeah. You
2: see
3: them, you see them, I think, for a panel or two
2: yeah so in the in the second issue you have a little bit of action with that but as but far it's as like the, the main, the main it's, <laughs> it, it it's a lot it's a lot of people telling you what has or will happen, and that's i i know is not
0: things happening what about
2: michael i'd rather, Andrew, I'd, rather the, I'd rather see him happen than michael have Andrew someone wrong. tell no, me what know. has happened
3: if I have to wait if I have to wait 60 days for a comic book, I want something to really kind of bite yeah. me on the butt. I don't I don't want to be it, like, wow, I waited for this.
2: And it looks like it Hickman. looks beautiful and I think I think it has the potential of being a really interesting book. It's just something I've I've noticed uh, I was um another uh, uh friend of mine had had kind of pointed that out. It's like, yeah, I like Hickman. He needs to show a little bit more than tell. Well,
1: and
0: sounds that's wrong.
2: That was a oh, snap. It wasn't self. So. Yeah, but, the, uh, fence,
3: the 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 thing is, it's I the Fantastic Four thing is one thing, and if it if it kept to that to that series, okay, it, it I could chalk it up as baby be, being a night nice little trick, and and I don't want to hear from people who are like, oh, but it's everything is in the issue, and he just wrapped it up, and it's from someone else's point of view, and you didn't need to know because it wasn't important. If it wasn't important, it wouldn't be in the fucking book. But, but so if is, if, if you is... don't want it, what?
0: No, go. I was just gonna say, flashes back and forward are events. They're still events.
3: No, no, no. But I okay, don't understand at, how at, you and, guys the can say that. At the end of the Fantastic Four, when they talk about, and Susie spoke to this person, and a week later they went to the UN. Yeah. Hour yeah. later, oh. <laughs>
2: it was back to normal. No, bullshit. You either, <laughs> that's, either. That's exactly what I'm talking you, about. You yeah. you
3: either you either mismanaged fucking page count, and you can't and and you can't oh, have your artist draw the book, or 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 you just either.
2: And Twelve make months it, later, it, there was a city.
3: You know, it's like, come on, seriously. <laughs> so now, 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 if I didn't, because you know what? When I read a comic book, and if something happened, like I was, I was talking to Vince earlier about two issues of Amazing Spider-Man, and something, something happened between two issues that didn't, they didn't job and and it, it bothered me a little bit because I really don't like little snafus like that. But if I. It, but I saw it, it cause comic books are a visual medium. If I'm reading the Fantastic Four, and someone says, well, the Mole Man attacked, but hey, remember when you read that, that text piece bullet point three issues back, and we didn't show you what happened, but Valeria told you because she was reading it on her little Fantastic Four pad? Yeah, if you remembered that, then you'd be able to follow this Dude. along.
2: David,
1: did oh you read? God. Did you read?
2: No, did you read? He's absolutely right. Did no, you? He's not. Did you read? Yeah, he's absolutely right. Did you read Noble Causes whenever because... it first started coming out? No. A very, the whole concept of Noble Causes was that it was the time in between. So you have you know these super powered individuals, and you basically took out all the action, and so it was a it's it's a soap opera all about these superhero relationships right and that's kind of how some mainstream books read to me now it's that the action and the actual the actual superhero stories have become so secondary to these these character moments and these you know dialogue pieces that it's like yeah you know what in noble causes it was it was interesting because it was over the top soap opera stuff but don't lose sight of the fact that these are superhero books right. and they're here i want to see the thing punch galactus in the face okay, not but- come back two pages later and say hey you remember whenever ben punched galactus <laughs> in the face well it's well i want to see that yeah but and how do you
0: how do you care or or become enveloped in the superhero moments without knowing the characters that could be just that, a bunch of that, faces that's drones. Not, that's
2: that not, when no. a good writer works poignant, okay, poignant character moments into a book. And whenever And that's they, what Bendis does. He 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 works in um uh, occasionally impressive action scenes are mixed in with his character moments. It's it's all it's all character work with some action. And you know what? For a book like Powers, boy, does that work so well, because it's a crime drama, and those are all character moments, because you have to care about the people that are investigating the crimes, or care about the people that the crimes are committed against. In mainstream superhero comics, you don't have to give me a reason to care about Steve Rogers, or Luke Cage, or Hawkeye. They don't, cared, they don't have I've, to give you a ha. I've cared about these characters my entire life.
0: Right, but what about the reader who picks up an issue for the first time?
2: Show me one.
0: <laughs> I, I'm sure right, every one. every new issue of, of Avengers is someone's first. Yes. Somewhere.
2: Thank shooter. Somewhere.
0: A good writer covers the bases.
2: Yeah. And, and you can't expect if, if they, you can't they, just jump that, into
0: a series and expect well
2: this readership is 35 I had years up old. A copy of Bendis's Avengers when I was 12 years old, it would have bored the fuck out of me.
0: Well, no, that's if you're if, you were all now if you, now, now, now,
2: now tell me now tell me how a bunch of people sitting around a coffee table oh, <laughs> talking is going is going to excite a 12-year-old.
3: That these was, books that aren't was
0: written the, for twelve-year-olds.
2: Uh, uh, so we're not talking about n- apparently not new young readers. So what we're talking about the the tons of thirty-five-year-old men that are going out and reading their first comic,
0: right? Or whoever, twenty-five, thirty-five of of mature age. Uh, you you don't you need to provide a certain modicum of information on who these characters are. In every issue, you can't just say Wolverine best at what he does. Let's have him slice yeah. up people for thirty pages. It just doesn't work. It's 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 soulless. You need personalities.
2: These comics are written for people who have read them their entire lives.
0: I don't. You, no, I don't believe that. No. Ah, if they if they are, ah, then then no one's writing comics the right way. They're not writers. They're they're just chroniclers. They're they're just wow. Moving the, the these light, characters. The light
2: has turned on above ye head
0: no no just, you, yes. you need to you need to inform the reader good, what's
2: going on <laughs> no, I, you,
0: you're being silly now just,
2: i'm being silly. absolutely serious that's no. exactly what that's exactly what most most mainstream superhero comic books and most mainstream comic book superhero writers have turned into their chronicle chroniclers of the continuing adventures of these characters
0: but you see i think that uh, 22 pages of the Fantastic Four beating the hell out of a sentinel would be incredibly boring.
2: Not not if there's great character moments mixed in there with it.
0: <laughs> punching the hell out of a sentinel. Hey, remember that time we had to pick up Susie because she was drunk? That was awesome. You know? And then boom, punching the sentinel again. Hey, hey, it
1: does, it's not
2: Lee, how it works. Lee, Lee and Kirby did it for over 100 issues, and it worked.
0: Yep, Jack was a master.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> And you go back and you read those, man. The first issue of Fantastic Four, action packed. It's tight. It's yeah, but you i mean, the the whole Galactus saga. That stuff is action packed. But you get you get what those characters are about. I, each I and
0: would, every one I own. would, I would argue that there are as many character moments in Burns' Fantastic Four of the same type as the things that Bendis does. The the they're, the the two have very similar styles of writing. How many? Just laid back moments are in Burns Fantastic Four. Yeah. And, well, hey, and I'm, look, I'm, even the, even the She Hulk it all, like, has you know, a, st- a ton of issues where, about the stupid centerfold. Uh-huh. That's not action. You know, that's just the She Hulk acting like the She Hulk, and that's why we love her.
2: Yeah, and well, I'm gonna come things. off as 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 bashing Bendis, and yeah, I am. But you know, honestly, it comes down to it comes down to stylistic differences and what people want in their comics. And you know, I just got to a point. It's like, man, that's not what I want in my comics. Not not those kind of comics. I, if I want character moments, I'm gonna read Essex County. It, you know, if I, I'm buying the Avengers because I want to see Earth's mightiest heroes fighting against you know Earth's biggest challenges the biggest threats that i'm not you know if i want if i want character moments you know i'll go i'll go somewhere else there there are a lot of other comics that do that a hundred times better than well, than what you can expect out okay. of
0: okay well i think a a threat involving a man who can manipulate reality that's a pretty big threat so you should read new avengers number one all right hey guys
4: this is Watthead again I don't know what's wrong with you. That was just another absolutely horrible, horrible episode. I think I fell asleep like twice through it. Um, It was pretty good in the beginning. Thought we were going to have a great episode. Then, of course, we dreaded special guest, which I don't know why y'all have that. It's so boring. These guys are, you know, they're artists. It's great, you know, to look at their work. But, I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that feels this way. But I, list, I, I I download this podcast to listen to you guys. If I want to hear interviews, I'll go to these other shows. And then the best guy on the show, Christopher Naisman, I don't know what's wrong with him. If he's just tired of podcasting or what, he drops out. Uh, at least you didn't mention the Fanboy guys this week. That's great. Uh, the best part of the episode was the voicemails and that dude. Uh, I laughed my ass off. That was very funny. I know that's a jab at the whole dude that said he wouldn't listen to y'all anymore because you made fun of Christians. And, uh, it was it was funny as hell. I really really enjoyed that. That dude that dude's hilarious. You need to have that dude on. Bring him. Shit. Get some Sal or some Tom Caters on here. Uh, guys are just. You're losing it. You're losing it. I don't know if you're getting famous or uh, King Dap. You're amazing as usual. Vince, you're just not crazy anymore. You're just—it's like everything's planned. Uh, Jason, you made—you was able to go through a whole episode without saying aggregate or whatever that word you say is. I still haven't found that. I can't—I don't even really know what letter it starts with. Um, but that shows my poor education. I still love you guys. I've listened to every fucking episode, and I will continue to listen to every single episode y'all do. But please, guys, for the love of God, just do a regular fucking episode. Just before y'all sitting around talking about comics, somebody needs to say something to piss Chris off and let him just get on a rant and let him get back in love with podcasting again. Because I need some Christopher Naisman in my life. I need him. I am him. That's all I got to say. Um, You thought I was gone,
2: then
0: you. I was still here. Anyway, I gotta go. Bye. Now, with with you don't have to. Just, one, I bet you. I, well, bet you'll I like it.
2: I, like I said, at the end of the story arc, if there, if you guys tell me that there's an actual ending to the first story arc when it comes out in trade, I'll buy it. If if it's you know, if there's some resolution there, and and that's you just let me know.
0: The I'm I'm looking at Avengers. Um, Secret Avengers, they should subtitle this one Silhouette Theater. Because <laughs> well, I said I Silhouette know, last yeah, time. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You're right. There's and I'm not
3: in, and, and not, that wasn't me trying to make a pun or, or, or a call back to those teasers that they fooled us with. It's just the art it's, style.
0: It's uh, dark, man.
3: Yeah, It it's... Um, and, 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 yeah. And, that, and that first page, I think, like, the fourth panel or something, the close-up on Homeboy's Face... Um, Homeboy I, the, uh, the bad guy at the beginning of the issue
0: Oh yeah The, yeah. the fat dude Yeah, yeah. Um,
3: as far as the second issue for the shield What Chris was talking about I, I know exactly what, what Paige is talking about As far as the text piece goes And that, that didn't I, I don't want to take up too much time Since you didn't read the events That didn't it's okay. bother me as much As the pages at the end of Fantastic Four Because Because it was this character telling a story. So instead of just you know a talk a, a Laroca talking head telling you the story, it was just basically a page of text. But I, I'm all for I'm all for experimenting. I you know nothing should ever just be the same or or this is the way we've done it for the past fifty years. We can keep doing it this way. I'm I'm all for pushing the envelope and trying new things inside the medium. But I do agree with with Chris with with just you know show don't. Show don't tell as much. You can mm-hmm. still tell. T- tell me, you know, you I, I, I don't want to be hit over the head, but it'd be nice if I knew who the players were. If I see if I see a bunch of superheroes standing together ready to face a threat, I'd like to know who these superheroes are. Like Contest of Champions. Yeah, it was our first appearance of like Peregrine and, and, and Sabra and, and all these other characters, and it's like I knew who they were as the contests were happening. Mm-hmm. But they're all in a room together facing the, the Grandmaster and it's like, I live for things like that because I want to see how many It's characters. why we buy the stupid books I, 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 I look and I go, okay, this is this person, this is this person, I love it but if they're fighting and somebody's acting suspicious or, or, or has a certain look and I don't know why they do, then somebody's at fault and I don't think it's me for reading it
2: um, A little criticism uh, for uh, another company It is a series I am enjoying but I want to see it pick up a little bit. anybody reading Brightest Day?
0: Nope. What's
2: that? <laughs> I think that's that DC um, stuff. They they are they are four they're four issues in, and I'm enjoying it, and I'm trying to decide if it's more towards Fifty Two or more towards Countdown. And in. in Ooh. The- yeah, I mean it's it's some it's somewhere it's somewhere in the middle, and it could go either way. Uh, but there's I, I almost feel like there's like there's too many sub stories going on. You've got uh, you've got basically a John Jones story, uh, a Hawkman and Hot Hawk Girl story, uh, a Deadman Man story, uh, an Aquaman story, um, uh, and a, a good uh, thing, and a and a firestorm story. So you have all these you've got like six different storylines going on and it touches on each one in in each issue. So it's a very small amount of story in each issue going on and I'm like, you know what? This might end up reading better in trade either that <laughs> or they need they need to just focus more on on one story for a few issues and get get things moving forward a little bit quicker i'm liking what i'm reading i'm just not getting enough of it in one setting but the and but the the art for the most part has been has been pretty outstanding uh um, i
0: really like the finch covers yeah the finch,
2: the finch covers are nice and you're getting some nice uh ivan rice and, and pat gleason work um um uh, the another thing about just a a book like this in the short snippets um in in issue two uh and i don't want to spoil too much but um, uh dead man gets kind of whisked away um and he's tangible he's not he's not a floating phantom like he has been for his entire history he uh he goes off and materializes in front of the anti-monitor and that's where the cliffhanger is and says you know next issue dead man versus the anti-monitor and yeah that wasn't even a fight it lasted for a page and then he was like gone and i'm just like ooh make me wait for that and then it's then it's a nothing a nothing event but uh um yeah it's it, it's pretty neat it,
0: remember when th- an appearance by the anti-monitor was like a cool thing a big because deal. it didn't it didn't yeah. happen all the time yeah, it was like the I watcher think, yeah yeah i think they're over well I don't know about the Watcher.
2: <laughs> well, no, I mean, whenever the, whenever the Watcher, I mean, I'm not, uh, except for, like, what if, but in, like, actual Marvel Universe, if the Watcher showed up, it was a big deal.
0: Yeah, a, a moment of monumental import, because if the yeah. Watcher's showing up, something's going to happen. But the past couple of years, it's just like, let's use the anti-monitor. You know, he's, he's in mm-hmm. every major DC story, and uh, too much. It's too much. I agree. Yeah. I agree yeah. it's uh um, he should be the exclamation point point. Uh, and, yeah, and you know you you don't I, I use too so many exclamation points when you're right because it's just only only
2: bring out the the animotor like once a decade
0: yeah, yeah, that would be a good thing yeah yeah
2: it's you know it's like okay you know it, it's been ten years we can use the because then it does it has it has important you know uh importance to it but uh yeah. no, but you know, brightest brightest day's been it's been all right um it's uh if you're a dead man fan this is this is your book it's dead man getting some some much uh much overdue love
0: no, that's a good thing i like dead man
2: <laughs> yeah but he's not dead anymore which makes it very interesting <laughs> he's gonna he's, he's gonna end up being the white lantern i think everyone reading the series is pretty pretty aware that 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 dead man is going to be the white lantern but um which is, is kind of interesting. now it's kind of it's kind of cool but we'll Maybe
0: see. someone else will die and become dead man, much like the Spectre. Maybe it's a A legacy uh, character. Yeah, that'd be neat. Mm? You know, one dead What dead guy is as good as another, I guess. <laughs> <sighs> David. Yeah. I finished Ages of Thunder. That that Fraction Thor the, cycle the, that, the that he wrote. By Zercher yeah.
3: and, and Okay. And
0: I, I think it's one of the best Thor stories in, in, in a long, long time.
3: I, I was, unfortunately, I wasn't, I didn't read it collected. I read them as they were coming out. So every, mm-hmm. every month or two, I, you know, there, there was another issue because it was a month or two between JMS issues. So you had, uh, I read them as they were coming out and I'm, I'd like to dig them out so I can read them or maybe I'll just get the collection and, and, read them in one chunk but i i love the the double page spreads oh, i, yeah. I it, it was it was a beautiful presentation it was he has it he i don't know he's one of those fraction is one of those writers where there are always certain characters we'd love to mm-hmm. see some writers write and i never associated fraction with thor god of thunder
0: right and it's not just a thor story it's, no. an enchant- it's an enchantress story. Yeah. It's an Odin story. It's a Loki story. Yeah. But I, I don't. I don't want to talk so much about the events of the story, but kudos to Fraction for getting
1: uh-huh.
0: getting at the the core of what Asgard really is. Mm-hmm. And and as, as I was reading this, uh, I was struck by just how in tune Fraction is with with the characters and the and the entities he he's manipulating because. I've always seen Asgard not as like this physical place, which it is, uh, okay. But Asgard's more like Beanworld. Beanworld's be- Bean a process. It's not so much a place; it's a process. But like Asgard is this continual cycle of of death and rebirth. You get the Ragnarok that destroys everything, and you get that the the, the end of the cycle where Asgard's born again. And how many times in this story? I think it's even like 22, 23 iterations of Asgard where a fraction goes, uh, states to the reader like, in this incarnation of Asgard, this happened. And then after that Ragnarok, this happened. Where, you know, and they, Bendis lost sight of that. He had this physical entity that was Asgard. It's
1: not hovering, a place, a state hovering,
0: of mind hovering above Midgard, right? And, and then boom, it crashes. And, and, you know, that, that was very cool and very exciting. But Fraction knows that Asgard is this cycle and, and the, the beings that inhabit Asgard are not really flesh and blood. They're these, they're archetypes. Thor is, is an entity, but he's more of an archetype mm-hmm. than, than he is this. I mean, how could a god be flesh and blood anyway? you know he's he's a he's extra human he's beyond what we know to be the physical so i mean they all are like odin if you can die go sleep in a coffin for a bunch of years and come back and you're okay you're not human you're something Mm -hmm. else and 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 fraction picks up on that where you have this continual process that is asgard and that was why i was reading i was like he gets what this place is it's a cycle, and I appreciate that. I, I thought it was a really great story, and not only because of the Asgard, but he took that that cycle of death and rebirth, and he applied it to Thor. Thor goes bonkers and questions his father, and acts against form, and and is cast out of Asgard,
2: and he begins. you're breaking his, up, buddy. David if you finish it.
3: What what I um well, I'm not going to finish your thoughts like that. What 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 works for me is that if you if you read the these stories and even if you don't finish JMS's Thor story because JMS didn't finish his Thor story even if you don't finish that and read Siege or see Asgard fall I think it brings that much more of an impact because before it's just like you really can't imagine first of all you can't imagine this other world this other city hovering a few feet over some barren land in Oklahoma and it's just there and then it crashes and it's like oh, okay and it just it's it's a playground for for this big superhero supervillain fight but i mean if if you if you read these stories that fraction wrote it makes you care not just about the gods or or the people that inhabit asgard but asgard itself it it, it i i don't see zercher patrick zercher enough and and who it was um Oh. He did he, he did uh, Daughters of the Dragon.
1: Oh
0: Who's,
3: um Kari uh not
0: Evans. Is it Evans?
3: Yes. Yeah, is it? Very 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 beautiful, pouty looking women.
0: Mm. Um
3: yeah, the artist is, is, is am I okay?
0: It is Evans. Yeah, you're yeah, you're good. awesome now. Daughters of the Dragon, right. It's yes. on the it's on the the end. Part. I really like that series. Okay. Clay Man. Yes. Uh, Dan Brereton, who did a fantastic, yes. oh my god, uh, this, job. Saw, this, this is this should be. Don't forget about Doug Braithwaite and Mike and Laura Allred too.
3: Well, who? May, okay, what what exactly does this collection consist of?
0: It consists of, uh, boy, let's see, uh, it contains Reign of Blood, Ages of Thunder, Man of War, and the Thor Godsize Special. Oversized hardcover for twenty four ninety nine. Okay. And uh, but what was I saying before? I I, I lost it, didn't I? Oh, t- he applies that whole Asgardian death and rebirth cycle to Thor, because Thor's kicked the hell out of Asgard, and that's when he it, he's he's uh, sequestered to Earth, and he becomes Donald Blake, the Doctor, and Doctors mend, they 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 heal, and he has to atone for all of his quote sins of the father to the father and and his uh his fellow as guardians it's it's a brilliant friggin story and I, I was astounded that that fraction who we don't normally associate with something like thor i associate fraction with casanova and high tech and and cutting edge uh espionage and uh, you know the 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 new uh trend in well, comics not one Thor
2: also like yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I don't, I don't. Know, I wouldn't say light, just Warren L- Ellis esque, I guess. Just this mm-hmm. this series of of one shots amazed me, David and Chris. Yes, uh, and Chris. Well, you know, because Chris, I mean, he cares, but he really doesn't care.
2: Oh, I just, uh, the the I was a huge fan of the of the Straczynski stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've heard that I've heard that uh, Fractions uh, stuff was was right in line with. Oh,
0: it. it's I would say it's better than the Straczynski okay. stuff. Yeah. Okay and uh, it's it's more com- yeah. it's more concise, more compact too because it's just a series of one shots. Yeah. But but the the story that initiates it trails through the whole cycle. I mean, the themes in each part are echoed in all the other uh chapters. It's great. It's he did a fantastic job. Yeah. And David's Sweet. David's completely right about Patrick Zercher. Oh boy. That art's
3: stunning. I mean, I've I've seen some of his covers for for the Stark disassembled storyline and I think that's gorgeous and that's that's another thing where i i get variant covers i understand i don't want to say the need but i understand why they are made and and, and who they cater to but i i think some covers look gorgeous and 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 if that draws your eye to it and makes you buy it that's great and and sometimes i might feel a little Not bamboozled, but hey, this isn't the art that's on the cover, and the cover is what really made me interested. And now this inside art kind of is crappy. The reverse is often true with me. And and again, going back to what Vince and I were talking about earlier, and and there was an issue, um, was it Amazing Spider Man 622? It was an issue where, um, it was a double sized issue. It was Spider Man versus Morbius and a (laughs) Flash and a Flash Thompson story. And I, I really don't have a problem. With with Simone Bianchi, um, evolution notwithstanding, you you have some pretty. He's got an awesome design sense. I like how he draws some characters. This cover I don't think was one of his better covers. But if you have Joe Kenyonas inside your comic book, you should have Joe drawing your covers.
1: Yeah, well, and I know that's he an did. Entire some variant school covers.
0: of thought that the person on the cover should be the person responsible for the inside. And that well see I, I wish some, that was true that that was- I,
3: I do i do i mean i I think that's that's just that's just part of it i mean you're not it's almost i mean in in some regards if you have if if there's one artist who is like the main artist on a series, then if he does the covers then at least it like like quietly on um on Batman and Robin he has not an issue interior issue since like issue three, but he's been doing the covers, so at least there's there's some consistency there or you know that he's still part of it but it's it's smack in the face for me anyway if i find if i buy a a a book seeing a frank quietly cover and and inside i get like philip tan but there's there's just i mean i I don't want to get into the whole variant thing but 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 Zercher has been doing some great covers i know he did did he do um did he do terror inc I, i know he did a max title recently oh where um he did the art on that, which I don't think. No, it wasn't deathlock because wasn't that Medina? That was um, Land Medina. I think that did the Deathlock story. But um, David knows things. Th- this, yeah, <laughs> not not correctly. It, I it, it's uncanny.
0: Thing. It is.
3: But there's uh, but but interiors on 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 these store stories is just and and they're gods so they should be larger than life or they yes. should have a presence majestic and, and there is there is absolutely n- there's nothing milk toast about anything no. on, on these pages
1: it's
0: if, just if it, someone in the in the in the narrative calls the enchantress the most beautiful woman ever created she better damn well be very attractive you better have an artist that can at least come close to encapsulating that and Zurcher does it and they all they all do it in the, in this book. The enchantress is is one of the main characters, and she is stunning in every iteration of the series. Just beautiful stuff. And she, she gives herself up to the to the troll. What are they dwarves? The dwarven uh, metal She gives herself to them. She allow, <laughs> she allows them to ravage her and have her.
1: <laughs> oh man! <laughs> she
3: she also uh, she popped up recently in another book, looking pretty good too, on a on a two page final page spread Really, Avengers Prime, yeah.
0: Uh, Well, by one of the masters, by Ben Davis and Farmer, yeah, of course. (laughs) All right. Well, you know what, guys? Are we done? Yeah, we done. Uh, This uh, issue of Eleven O'clock Comics, I like that, has been (laughs) sponsored by Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com dot com. Huge Wumba discounts on all your favorite comics and collectibles delivered right to your door by a costume custodian of the United Parcel Service. I'm getting good at that. Check them out, dcbservice.com. While you're there, do yourself a favor and pre-order Duncan the Wonder Dog, Volume 1 from Ad House. Investigate. Research. Look into this book. If you like what you see, uh, chances are really good you're going to. Pre-order this book because there's not going to be a whole lot of them printed um ad house is not they're they're one of the bigger small press outfits but let's be realistic they're not going to print the shit out of a 400 page book uh aphrodisiac the first printing sold out it's going to happen to this too so pre-order duncan the wonder dog volume one and while you're at your local comic shop pick up hulk 23 listen to the 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 artist in this issue Sal Basima, Ian Churchill, Mike Diodato, well, Dale Keown, John Romita Jr., Tim Sale, Herb Trempey, and Lennel Francis Yu. Oh, my God. It's an extra-large issue, run you $4.99, but it is all eye candy. Oh, it's so nice. David, you won't believe what happens. I won't. You, see, won't, I won't, you won't believe it.
3: I've been, I've been sitting here, I've been reading, I've been trying to catch up Unamazing Spider-Man. I'm trying to make it so that I can at least read through Shed. And then immediately following Amazing Spider-Man, I have the rest of Fall of the Hulks to read, and right before I get to World War Hulks, so wow. I'm not up to date on the Hulks yet. So you know what? I, I think I might stop with Spider-Man. I haven't made it up to the uh, to the Stern Weeks issues. So should I stop reading Amazing right now and oh, go? Oh, you
0: didn't you didn't Hulks? read Shed yet? I didn't read Shed yet. Oh.
3: Should I go to Shed first and then follow the Hulks? Talk to me.
0: Put it this way: Shed is so good that there was a point, it's four issues, there was a point where I was reading it where Zeb Wells has done magic with the lizard to the point where I would i would pick up an issue and say, Shed Part 1. Okay, Shed, this is nice. Issue 2, Shed. By the time I got to Issue 4, I was like, Shed (laughs) Part (laughs) 4. And and no, the things that happen in Shed, uh, unbelievable. And Zeb Wells, not my favorite Amazing Spider-Man writer. Sure. But I think this is the finest thing Zeb Wells has done for Spider-Man. It is wow. One of those stories, like, and I'm not comparing it, I'm just saying of the caliber, it's like a Craven's Last Hunt. It's, it's like a, um, uh, you know, it's one of those landmark stories that happen every once in a while in Amazing Spider-Man. It's always good, but you get one that jumps, one that sticks out, makes itself very known. That's what Shed is. It's crazy good. I would read Shed. Okay. Yeah. Do you that's want? Four part because is, you
3: know what? I don't. I don't know if I have the fourth part yet. The,
0: the the continuity things, like with the subplots with Aunt May and and other things, it does advance those things. So maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you should read them in order. Because I know you. You'd be like,
3: ah. Oh yeah, no. I need to read them in order. Cause that's, yeah. So so the the Aunt May thing hasn't hasn't. Uh, it, Has it con- reached its end yet?
0: It's there's something that happens in shit. Ah, uh, right? shit. Okay. Yeah, but it's I mean it's no big doings. the the, the majority of the story is Connor's uh, f- not even fighting with the lizard persona anymore. The lizard persona does a major beatdown on Connors. You, you, it's great. You got to read it. It's great stuff. But anyway, yeah, whatever. Right. You go, you go.
2: Um, in your travels, Hi. um. You should continue to read either online or in trade. Warren Ellis and Paul Duffield's Freak Angels, yes, indeed. Freak indeedy. Angels Volume Four just came out, and it's got some. Um, finally, the the history of the uh, of the Freak Angels is oh, is nice. being revealed. I am uh, weeks
3: behind, so yeah, I have to catch up.
0: I got to make a
2: confession.
3: It's,
0: no, seriously? You have read it? I, I have not online read it. Online or in a book? One panel of Freak Angels. Oh, yeah. dude, you have to go online. I know. Yeah, you have just, a lot of good stuff
2: just, ahead of you though.
0: I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Oh, it's right up your alley. I know. I just I just
2: it's haven't gotten around it's, to it. Yeah, yeah, just just order the first trade. It's it's it's, it's very very cool. Um awesome. I enjoy Freak Angels. Um um check out the um the um Legends of the Guard. That's coming out from Archaea, if you are a Mouse Guard fan right now. Um, Really nice anthology piece uh, just with different Mouse Guard stories. Um, You get to see takes um, on the Mouse Guard from guys like uh, Jeremy Bastion, uh, Guy Davis, Terry Moore um it's it 's a gene haw it 's a pretty it 's pretty interesting and an awesome list of of people that are uh that are doing mouse guard stories and one that you know we always forget about david never really pimps it um after you 're done listening to this go listen to marvel noise
3: <laughs> see now' not here tonight see so so chris picked up what 's slack
0: marvel noise marvel
3: noise <laughs> actually last well, that's only if you have a lot of time because this most recent episode is over three hours long. We were like what? going into Damn. raging bullets territory. Yeah, because you have, you have a conversation with Steve Raker and Adam Bessignotti about the Marvel limited series from the eighties and they go through pretty much most of them, if not all of them. Like, uh, Hercules, Wolverine, the... Uh, magic and and all the goodies
1: uh and
3: and yeah it's it's good stuff and um and derek and i talk about uh chris's favorite topic the first issues of the newest avengers titles
0: oh i'm gonna listen to that guess that was pretty good that was that
3: (laughs) that was that i i and it was it was an impromptu thing because i um I mentioned something that I saw in New Avengers number one that was aside from the Hawkeye Ronin thing, there was there was um, there's a, a word there was a typo that slipped by editorial. So I just I just made a quick little and it's right on the first page, but I just I made a quick little um tweet about how uh, about how aside from, you know, a faux pas that that it was a great issue and so pretty. Um, and Derek tweeted back about how uh what were the problems and i i says i think i'll save it for the show and and he said you should talk about it with somebody right. who recently read them and um and so the next afternoon so saturday afternoon we um we had a few minutes to sit down and talk and a few minutes ended up turning into over an hour so it's it's a long episode of marvel noise so the pause buttons will get a workout this week
0: i don't think i tell you this enough david but i love david price Aww. No, nobody else could get away with talking about a typo. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. No, that, that's and and I love you for caring about that shit. God, don't you I, love I, David? <laughs> I, <laughs> this is the part where we sing. Yeah, Kobaya. this is this is. <laughs> it, people
3: won't love me if if I actually did talk about the things that that bother me, like the the whole blood snafu. An amazing spider-man i mean that that bothered me like all day until i finally finished the issue and i'm like well maybe she didn't give it to peter or she went back and stole it from him i mean she is a cat burglar so i mean i i thought of all these reasons and maybe you know a way to get a no prize i don't know i was just like but the issue before bring back like, the
1: no but, prize
3: you yeah. know seriously but no it's uh so in your travels read amazing spider-man yes because it's uh, great
2: it really is great. Don't great. want don't want that one. Don't want that one to get canceled. No, Fantastic definitely not. Up, no.
3: Fantastic Four, M, eh, but I mean, hey. friend, being the flagship and all, it it, it can't be canceled. What? Um, <sighs> it, <laughs> it's, uh, I was uh, actually. Oh wow, I had Shield number two in the pile waiting for us to talk about it. So maybe yeah, we'll nice find thing. out if we'll find
2: out if Wood read it,
3: and then you can I'm read sure it. I'm sure he has. We'll all be one big
2: happy. Um. And the guy, the, the guy, the guy earlier is 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 praying to whatever deity that that bulletproof coffin will be will sell enough that we can get more, and then whenever I right. make a crack about oh God, amazing! No, Spider-Man,
0: I was talking about not, David saying the Fantastic, oh, fantastic Four so. has a better chance of being canceled. <laughs> oh, ah, F him!
1: Oh, that's not even that's funny. F- you don't hey, joke been, about shit it's, like
3: it's been canceled. How many? How many? How many number ones has there been? How many? How many? How many? How many number ones has as the Fantastic Four had?
0: I'm just not going to talk
3: about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so yeah, and um, two and
0: and no three.
3: three. and then and then and then an emerge. Um, yeah, I mean, they haven't reached nine hundred like Wolverine or Deadpool, but you know, it's getting close. Um, and 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 read an Archie book.
0: Oh yeah, there you yeah. go. Right. Did you see the slipcased, uh, edition of uh, Archie Mary's duh, 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 Question mark. They're they're putting it in a an oversized. I th- yeah, I think the book is hardcover. It's in a slipcase and it has a die cut heart right in the you know, middle. No, I think nice. I think we
3: did order the collection when it was because she has all the issues. I think we did order the collection. We're also getting the uh, the married life of Archie as those come out. The second issue was was solicited in in la- so I guess the third issue will be in this week's previews. But uh, I am um, she recently read Archie six 60- o nine i think she being renee and and it's um it's archie and um one of the members of, of josie and the pussycats in there and it's all it's all about interracial
1: wow.
0: relationships so yeah yeah so. 200 pages seven and a half inches by 10 inch hardcover and a slipcase for 24.95 archie marries okay, dot, dot 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 all we new material created especially for this edition, including script outtakes, never-before-seen sketches, annotations, vintage covers, and exclusive interviews with the creators. David, I think you're going to have to double dip. She's not going to want to pass that up.
3: The, 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 the uh... So you know, show i got to go back through my D C V S orders and, and well, see Well,
0: you I didn't I even can. make this one yet. Oh, I mean, you mean for the older one.
3: Well, yeah. for the for the Archie Marys.
0: Right, right. That All right. right.
3: The oh, you got more to talk no, about. No, 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 I was to, should should we throw something out there. What, what what do you think Wood would recommend?
0: Um wow. Um Reed, Yeah, he probably would recommend that, but um Wood would say go out and get as many I don't know. I'm trying to be funny, but I'm telling, I can't even think of anything.
2: He would Mark suggest Cowboy into Viking.
0: Well, yeah. No. We we know he likes
2: that. He would
3: he would he would suggest Northlanders. The uh Mark Pacella is the artist <laughs> that I was trying to remember earlier that right. X-Force before Greg Capullo, whose art was so not pretty.
0: Alright, people, thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week, and uh, go kiss your mama.
2: Yeah. Congratulations to uh, Team USA for advancing in the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it's, I, I had no sports references this week. You were a good I boy. Get one in. I had to get good. one in at the end.
0: Say bye-bye. Bye-bye.
2: Bye. Yeah. Screw you, Algeria. <laughs> you don't want that left do you? Yeah, we
1: well, have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>